All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to a brand new edition of the Cinema Lords podcast. Episode number 11. And boy, oh boy, do we got a banger. We had two finales in the shows that we've been recapping this week. The finale of She-Hulk, the finale of Rings of Power. We had the famous penultimate episode. The only reason that anybody knows the word penultimate is because of Game of Thrones and what they have done with their ninth episode for seasons. It's one of my favorite words now. I use it all the time. House of the Dragon had their penultimate episode. Um, we also have a Halloween Ends review coming to you guys this week as well. We have a lot to dig into. But before we get to that, first things first, off the top, I want to say welcome back. The boys are back together, fresh off his few weeks of work training. Mr. K. Los on the ones and twos. <laughs> What's good, baby? What's yeah. going on, brother? Glad Missed you. Back. Happy to have you back, man. How was, uh, how was the work travel experience? It was good. It was fun. It was new. It was exciting. It was exhausting. I'm stressful, sure. traveling, fuck Delta. But uh, <laughs> other than that, no, it was a good time, but I'm glad to be back. Nice. Let's do it. Nice, nice. Good to hear that. Glad to hear it. And then uh, the man who's been fucking filling in, the utility man himself, he's been all over the place in Lois's absence. He's back on the co-host inside with me this week, Mr. Seth Rogers. What's going on, bud? What's happening, boys? Uh, before we get into this, I just want to say thank you for having me on this podcast today. I got a lot of a lot of things to get off my chest. Has to do a lot of a lot with these these shows, these movies. Uh, I got a lot on my mind, so thank you for having me on it today. Because I don't know if I was gonna make another week without getting this off my chest. So. <laughs> got something you gotta release. Oh, I got a lot of things to, to get out of my chest here today. So let's get into it. Let's go. Love to hear that. Love to hear it. We do have a lot to talk about. I got some. I, I feel you on that. I got some some pent up aggression in me as well because of uh, one or two of these these two things that we're gonna be talking about. Uh, first things first, though, I want to start off my show by saying R.I.P. in peace to Robbie Coltrane, the actor that portrayed the great Rubius Hagrid on screen in the Harry Potter series, passed away this week, 72 years old. Um, for those of you that don't know, actually, you can probably look right here behind me and you will see a shit ton of Harry Potter pops. You'll see over in the corner a bunch of Harry Potter books. I am a huge Potterhead. I fucking read the books all the time. I'm in the middle of like my sixth or seventh reread. So Harry Potter is something that holds very true to my heart. And Rubius Haggard, I mean, Seth's a big Potter fan too, but Rubius, he's one of the best, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing but love and protection, that guy, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Just the books, the books uh, I think the movies didn't do him full justice for what he did in the books. I got, I feel like, you know, like, just more, like just four more or five, lines. yeah, he like wasn't really involved yeah. in the movies. Um, but yes, that steady character, I mean, Harry wouldn't have made it to Hogwarts if it wasn't for him. So. Damn right. And uh, Robbie Coltrane did you know a terrific, terrific job portraying him on screen. I already watched a couple of Harry Potter movies this week, and it's just you know he said it in the uh, the Back to Hogwarts uh, HBO special for those of you guys that saw that. But he said you know in fifty years they'll still be watching. You know, sadly I'll be gone, but Hagrid will still be here, and that he will. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, right away I was just like, yeah, right away I tossed on Harry Potter as soon as I got home from work that day, and I was just let's go, let's go visit with Hagrid. You know what I mean? But uh, R.I.P. and peace, like I said to him. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention quickly, uh, me and Seth are going to be back, I think, uh, either Thursday or maybe one day this weekend. We're going to be talking, but we're going to be back here to do uh, Andor 4, 5, and 6 because we definitely got to bang that out ahead of next Tuesday so that we can be on pace to do uh, 7 on, on this it show. Picks up, too. I just got done watching episode 6. Oh, yeah? I mean, it take, episode 6, if I'm saying it t that's what it jumps off, is a little... A little too yeah, far down the line for me, but season. episode six was very good, so yeah, right. be on the lookout for that. I got to bang out all three of those still. That's probably going to be a, a project for me tomorrow on my day off is to bang out four, five, and six. 
Um, but with that out of the way, let's get into Halloween Kills. I mean, Halloween Ends, I'm sorry. Halloween Ends. Uh, all three of us, we checked it out on Friday, right? Friday Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday afternoon. We were going to head to the theater, but uh, due to some scheduling and stuff, we kind of had some stuff we had to go on. We ended up just checking it out at my house on, uh, on Peacock. And I'm glad we ended up doing that. I'm glad that yeah, we all didn't go true. and spend, you know, fucking $13, $15 because the movie was definitely a fucking letdown. Huge letdown. I mean, to think that this is the trilogy and this is the final piece of the trilogy, we brought back Jamie Lee Curtis. So we have Jamie Lee versus Michael Myers and neither one of them were the main character of this movie. No. the whole it's fucking crazy. The whole trilogy, the, uh, I think you and I both agree, the first uh, the first movie was very good. Yeah, awesome. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it was better than the original, but it's probably yeah, yeah. top maybe three like overall yeah. Halloween movies. Yeah, um, awesome. But man, what a nosedive it took after that. The last, the last two were not good at all. Um, it, it makes it so frustrating to me because, you, I, like I've been saying, you have the easiest formula in cinematic history, and it's slasher films, whether it's you know Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers. The formula is right there. You just he comes back from the last movie. You show an hour and a half of him killing some people. You get into a final battle with the main character. He dies. Like whatever. He yeah. if this is the last <laughs> he one. He should the trilogy, die. He doesn't die. He <laughs> dies. Like if you want that, that's fine. But like. For him to be in the movie for the a little amount of time that he did, and like I said, for them to bring in a whole new like main character in main this, character, it, it's just it's like it's irresponsible. It was crazy. Me. Like you have the easiest formula in cinematic history right in front of you, and like they're trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, doesn't need reinventing. If you want to reinvent the wheel, show ways that people die that you haven't seen in any other slasher creative films, kills, whatever yep. creative kills. Did they have a couple? Sure, but the fact that. That they deviated away from that was just oh man what a what a fucking letdown I got to be honest I'm glad it's done yeah it's crazy I mean the fact that it's like I said the last part of this trilogy and we didn't see Michael Myers on screen until after the 40 minute mark no joke like 40 minutes in it was yeah. like 42 minutes and at that point we saw him for it was like a seven second scene real quick he's strangling the guy and he lets yeah, him go maybe. it's like seven to ten seconds tops no joke 20 minutes he's in the movie 25 yeah. minutes at one point i didn't know if we were watching the right movie <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy i mean like with all that said I, there was a lot of bad uh, i like you actually kind of quickly mentioned i did think that they they did do some creative kills in this i thought the kills were pretty good the gore factor especially up from halloween kills because that was one of my biggest complaints yeah. about kills was that i thought the kills were flat. Although the one, the one where she Flats. shoots herself with the gun, with the car. You remember the one with the car door? Like, like Myers kicks the car door. Oh open, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gun like flips yeah. around and she shoots <laughs> herself. Like that was fucking awesome. But that's what I'm talking about: reinventing the wheel. Yeah. You come up with something that we haven't seen before. Yeah. From a slasher film. Like, take your time to come up with that. Now, how do we make a new character a whole movie that we haven't seen? They're slasher films. We 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 want to see people get decapitated for an hour and a half. Yep. Yep. And uh, I also would say, like, the beginning, the first, the opening scene, like, shocked the shit out of me. I was kind of like, I was like, oh, wow. I did not see that fucking kid yeah. going off the rail and he fucking snaps If, that, if like, that's oh, what shit. all it was for, that'd be awesome. I didn't know that that was going to be the catalyst the for a new character for the whole entire movie. movie. Yeah, it was crazy. I thought it, it was, was just nuts. original, just a quick five, ten minute, like, oh, shit, all right, here we go. Like, we're into it now. Yeah. And I, it ends up being like yep. the main scene of the whole movie. Wow, man, what a frustrating fucking movie to watch. Yeah, really frustrating. I do like if this actually, if you had replaced Halloween Kills, if you just erased it, and you made this movie part two, right? And you still did some work to it. I would, I could have bought into it. The fact that you're trying to reintroduce this new character in the final plot is it's ridiculous. What it makes are we no sense. Doing, dude? It makes no sense. If you had done that, say like in part two, where you're trying to introduce, say like. 
there's like this evilness to it, and it's kind of more like a fucking yeah. you know a supernatural thing that happens in and right. uh, was it Haddonfield? I think it is. Yeah. Oh, what was it from? Uh, then fine. Like for the original, like four and five. Was there Jamie Lee Curtis's like niece? Yeah. Remember the like the little yeah, one? Yeah, She's yeah. the one that she ends up getting kind of the same realm as this new character. Like that. That was fine, but man. Uh, it's it's so aggravating. Yeah, I just I I couldn't buy into it at all. It fucking was weak, man. Like I, I was really annoyed by the whole first hour because it just took so long. Sure did. The second hour wasn't that bad. The actual sequence when you were Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers get together, pretty good. Yeah, hey, Michael Myers' actual death, pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty fucking disgusting. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. You know what I yeah. mean? I was into the the second forty, like the last forty minutes. I was much more into. I was like, you know, what I mean, yeah. you cut that opening hour like into 25 minutes you introduce more right. kills there's a movie there that was salvageable you know what i'm saying yeah but overall i came away i gave it like a 47 yeah pretty, pretty low pretty Even, low yeah lower than that for me honestly lower than i you. didn't have an ex- exact number but higher or uh, would you say it was better or worse than kills probably slightly better just yeah. because i thought that I the ending too. and the whole th- the whole concept of the second one was for lack of a better term, retarded. Ending. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just flat out dumb. Yeah, I would say the, the the first hour of that, while being boring, it was still better than that corniness of the whole town village. Yeah, evil dies tonight. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, so, dude. So terrible. Los, you hated it as well. Yeah, it was a bag of shit, and <laughs> I did not like it one bit. I was very disappointed. Uh, my only recommendation is not even go see it. I would uh, just throw on. A, I would throw on one of your favorite Halloween movies. Put on the OG. Yeah, and uh, you just watched it last night. And watch something that's actually half decent because it, it was not good. Yeah, me, Los, and Steph watched the uh, the OG last night. First time I'd seen it in a while. Now I actually I want to watch part two because part two I fucking love. Part two is awesome. Yeah, it's a good one too. Yeah, he's fucking in the hospital the whole time. Fucking awesome. Uh, but I think that wraps it up for Halloween pretty much, yeah? Yeah, no, yeah. You know Before I, mean? I get Dis- any more mad, I start slapping this mic around. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Glad the trilogy's dead. You know we're going to see Michael Myers again in our lifetime. He'll be back. <laughs> Probably sooner than later, too. Probably. But uh, who knows when they'll start rebooting that again. Uh, I think we're going to kind of skip the news segment this week, unless there's anything we want to dive into. Yeah, I, I didn't have I anything. I don't have too much. Um, that, the only thing I think of movies starting to... I don't want to call it like "Don't worry, darling" effect, but I'm starting to get nervous about it, and I, it's it's a shame because I love this guy, uh, Black Adam. That I'm getting a little bit nervous about. Seems Black like, Adam's yeah, I thought it's bad reviews so far. I haven't uh, really the reviews I haven't really seen, but just in terms of the tickets and the presale, are, are oh, I got horrible. I actually just saw prior to the show on uh, Twitter. I don't know how accurate it was, but it seemed like it was an accurate source. It said uh, it's opening at 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes by critics. Mm. Eh, it's not good. No, it's not good. not good. Not that that's a not huge, good. you know. Critics never understand superhero yeah. movies, though. They're much. I think it's just the DC effect. I, I think they just stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's they've dug themselves a hole that they just can't get themselves out of. Even the fucking Brahma Bull can't get you. Out. Right, the people's, the people's champ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the great one himself. Yeah. So nervous about that one, but that that's really all I had. Yeah, we still got to check out Amsterdam too, which we mentioned last week. Also. Does not seem to be doing too no. well, man. People nope. not saying good things about it. I still want to check it out, but yeah, not saying not so many good things being said. Terrible money wise too. It's getting it's not making. Like except for the amount of money they dished out for those actors and actresses that are in them, can't imagine it profited. No, 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 no. no. That movie's gonna be one of those dumpster fires, I think. But uh, with that said, let's jump into our recaps because our recaps we got a lot to talk about this week. Like we said, we had two finales, and I got to be honest, I thought both fucking finales hit. And smash. Yep. So I'm excited to talk about both of those. House of the Dragon is going to be our last one, as always. That one, not as excited. We'll, we'll, so. get, we'll get to that we'll one, get too. There. Yeah. 
Let's start with the let's start with the good stuff. We had the finale of She-Hulk, which is a show that we've obviously kind of you know been a little back and we forth on. We bounced back and forth on, yeah. Really enjoyed the first four. Next three, very out on kind of, mm-hmm. you know, very meh. And then obviously last week with Daredevil, awesome, best one yet. Yep. And then we were saying it last week on the pod, you know, all right, this is a big moment. Like this is going to kind of decide how we end view this show. You know yeah. what I mean? If you nail it, we'll look back on it very fondly. Right. If you miss it, we're going to trash it. Yep. And boy, I thought they fucking smashed knocked it, out it out of the park. Yeah, knocked it out of the park. It was Same fucking, it was original. It was creative. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. Yep. I thought it was great, and I thought it fit this mold of this show like yeah. perfectly. It was exactly what this show was. Yep. I, I thought it was perfect. My thing was, if you come up with something that's so like creative that I haven't seen before, and you pull it off, you get you get bonus points yep. for me. Like for some reason, the only thing I can think of to compare it to um, was at maybe just because I saw it recently was the end of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, it was great. so fucking outlandish and crazy and hilarious that it was like wow like this movie got a boost for me because like it's just it's so fucking crazy like it's so just out there and they pulled it off and that was the same way i felt about this one like it it was so crazy and out there but in the most positive way possible yeah and uh yeah it was it it tied together the whole entire like season very well i thought so Los thoughts season finale yeah i thought it was creative it was pretty funny uh, at one point, I didn't really know what I was watching. Um, <laughs> but in a good way. Do you feel the same way? Like in a Yeah, good way, no, I, I definitely was laughing at it. It was good. And in general, I like the show. It's better than anything they put out recently, in my opinion. So yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Like you said, it was definitely different and very creative and pretty funny. And I'll give it a, I'll give it a B. The show overall? Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a, that's a good yeah, rating. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean the finale. Oh, the general. finale. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, I got to be honest. If I'm rating just this finale, I'm... I'm going straight A. I'm, I might even go an A+. Plus. Yeah. I thought it was fucking yeah. amazing. I really did. I'm not going to lie. Yep. Um, but let's dive into it. Episode 9, the finale. Whose show is this? Which kind of I feel like fits the, the mold of this episode perfectly. Great name. And we open up with a great... We get the classic Lou Ferrigno Hulk TV yeah. show so good. Like intro. Yeah. We get the narrator, the old school vibes, the colors and yeah. shit, the costumes and all that. Like uh, the green, the green's even start, different. You know, if that makes yes, sense. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? like the whole green it's like is faded. Different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like lighter green almost. You um, can tell it was made in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole they just killed they they killed the vibe perfectly. Which I've only seen a couple of episodes here and there, but right away I just started laughing as soon as it kicked in. I was like, yeah. oh, this is hysterical. <laughs> he like doesn't get bigger. Like, it's just like his shirt rips off. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the only way that he becomes the Hulk. It's just he gets green and his shirt rips off. Like he doesn't get bigger. Yeah, he's just one size fits all. Uh, but like I said, we have the the same like the whole narrator vibe, and he literally just lays out the whole season, everything that we've seen so far. And we got like I said, everything. We even get Jen doing the old uh, Lou Ferrigno. Uh, don't she, and she does it perfectly. She does it like in the monotone Lou Ferrigno voice, like "Don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry." <laughs> and it gets into the cheesy like '70s like music too. You know what I mean? Like it's just perfect. Um, Mark Ruffalo was there too, but he looks almost like fucking. He's got like the curly hair. He looks like he's straight out of the '70s. They gave him a little wig and shit. Yep. Mad, 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 mad funny. I thought the whole thing was hysterical. They show She-Hulk hulking out, too, like, from last week. Like I said, they do the whole recap. But she's the same thing like you said. She just gets she gets way bigger in, like, in this recap thing yeah. than she right. does in yeah. the actual They enhanced show. it. Yeah, definitely enhanced they it. They turn her into, like, Lou Ferrigno She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, and then, basically, she wakes up, and the whole, the whole narration's a dream. And it looks like she's in the Mil Blonsky cell that we saw earlier in the show. Yeah, right. Same high-security prison. Looks yep. like the same exact cellular vault, basically, that she's chilling in. And uh, Nikki, Pug, and Amelia are going to stroll in. 
And I already kind of liked Pug, but this episode, man, this guy cracked me the fuck yeah, up. Dude, was Pug funny. is so funny, yeah. man. I love this dude. The typical, like, Marvel... I don't want to say like comic relief, but yeah, d- definitely that role. Of, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, like it was like Michael Pena and Ant Man, yes. kind of same thing. You know what I mean? Yep, same. Exact definitely role. the same feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like very funny. Just something about him. It's not that he's dry, but he is kind of dry. Yeah, though. he definitely is. Yeah, it's, he's weird about it. Yeah. It's very funny. I don't know what it is. His whole just the way he talks, everything. Um, but they show up. Jen's obviously, you know, kind of pissed off. She's saying, we got to go after these guys. And they're like, yo, we can't even worry about that. We got to worry about you. You know what I mean? You just freaked out. And she's like, I got fucking angry. What would you you expect? And they're like, well, that's that's exactly what they wanted to happen. Damage control. Yeah, exactly. Damage control. Turns out, plea deal's already on the table. She's like, what are the terms? Find out she right away accepts them. We don't know what they are just yet, but she already gets fucking hopping out of jail. So like, all right, she accepts whatever this plea deal is. And then she gets outside, and the first thing she sees is her parents, which this part I thought was funny. Her dad's there, which her dad cracks me up, too. Hey, honey, don't worry. People go to jail every day. <laughs> which I thought was fucking Typical great. parent moment there. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we go to her. She's at her apartment. She's watching the news. It turns out the plea deal was she can never be She-Hulk again. She can never basically Hulk out, never use her powers ever again. Seems like a pretty tough bid. Turns out she got fired again. She's not a lawyer again. She got fired from her new office understandable yeah she's uh she's chilling at dinner with her parents they're like honey you know you run out of money don't worry you can always move in turns out it's exactly what happens she moves right on into her old bedroom with her parents house tough bid her, yeah, mom, tough. her, her mom's even got uh what is she she's like uh, my, I, I use that as the gym now i got gym equipment i work out every day every morning at 7 a.m you can join me it's like fuck yeah no, i'll see on the couch yeah, yeah. i'll see in the fucking tv room but tough bid for Jen, you know. She was just starting to kind of figure things out. She was getting the hang of the whole fucking lifestyle. She was really making the most out of it kind of finally. And everything's Snapped. upside down now, yeah. Mm-hmm. She can't Snapped. be She-Hulk. She can't be a lawyer. She can't be nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to still at her parents' house. They're going to – Nikki's going to show up. They're going to start kind of planning their attack on intelligentsia. The mom's pulling out some pictures and photos of Jen showing Nikki. Nikki's loving it. Turns out – they can't find like anything on intelligentsia. While these guys might not be the baddest villains in the world, they're pretty smart. Like the cyber, yeah, yep. the cyber side of it, they're very good at. Yep, yep, for real, fucking like anonymous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Intelligentsia, anonymous. Um, but you know they can't they can't track them. But basically, Nikki's like, hey, we're gonna find these guys. They're gonna slip up eventually, and then when we do, we're gonna take them down by any means necessary. And Jed's like, no, we're gonna use the fucking law. We're gonna take them to law. We're gonna put them in jail behind bars. And Nikki's like. Yeah, or use whatever means necessary. <laughs> and Jen's like, no. And she's like, all right, fine. God, like, fine, loser. Yeah, lame. <laughs> lame, for real. Um, then the mom's going to come back. She's like, hey, you know, like, look at this video I just found. Showing it to Nikki. And it's Jen in, like, college with some of her roommates. They're dancing, acting a fool in fucking their dorm room. Just fucking twerking out and shit like that. And Nikki's like, oh, man, please send that shit over to me. You know what I mean? And mom's <laughs> like, yep, I already did. No problem. So we see Nikki leave. Jen's going to head up to her room. Mom's going to be like, yo, Jen, you want to come help me with this? Oh, wait, forgot. You can't be She-Hulk anymore. Oof. Just like move a whole bureau. Or something. Yeah. I'm thinking of just moving this on the complete opposite side of the room. Something like that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But just another kick when she's down, you know what I mean? She yeah. already is having enough. And she's like, I don't need to be reminded that I can't be She-Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like a 90-pound girl and she's not. She ain't moving shit. Yeah, she can't even move a bookcase or whatever <laughs> it was. You know what I mean? Like, They're going to need the whole rough. family. Mom, dad, Nikki, stay around. We're going to need all four of these people to move this bookcase probably. Uh, but she's going to break the fourth wall. And she's going to be kind of, you know, like, is this, this isn't even like a redemption superhero story. This is like just me getting screwed. Like, <laughs> is this sad. what you guys want? Yeah. And she, this is the she's broke the fourth wall obviously a ton in this show. She's gonna make her thing, but this episode, boy, she's gonna go. 
breaking if there fifth, was a sixth, fifth and wall, seventh yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a fifth wall, it was broken too. <laughs> she's yeah. Hulk smashing through fucking every wall she can find. Um, but like I said, she's kind of like, you know, is this what you guys want? And as soon as she, as soon as she says that, the narrator kicks in and goes, stop talking again. And then she's like, no, 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 no. We're not getting that off the rails here. All right. We don't need the narrator, which again, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, she's going to try to text both, uh, Hulk and Emil. Neither texts go through. So it seems like they're both off the grid kind of a thing. Well, you know, Emil, we know Emil doesn't have any reception over there where he is. True. Good point. And Hulk, if he's on a whole nother planet, can't a whole nother world, I can't imagine, uh. Good thinking. It's a car, obviously. We'll see, we'll see he's got reception. a little bit more important things going on. Yeah. Going on. Good but. call, though. I forgot about the uh, the, Emil's, the the reception thing back when they were there. Um, but she's like, you know, hey, Emil told me to come on by whenever. Uh, now's the time where I need him. I'm going to head on through. So we go from there, and we go to Nikki back at her office. And Nikki's going to do a pretty crazy move, but it's going to work out for her. She's going to take that video of Jen twerking from college with her roommates in college, looking a fool that her mom just sent over to her. And she's going to post it on the Intelligentsia fucking, like, blog fucking, basically. And sure enough, jackpot right away gets a message from somebody. Hey, private fucking party tonight or, you know, meet and greet, whatever you want to fucking call it. Rally. Yeah, fucking a rally. Uh, Come on by, bro. And she's like, sweet. I got the in right away. Bang, that plan worked. But she reads the bro thing and she's like, oh, fuck, they're expecting a dude. Of course they are. Pug, you know what I mean? Get your ass in the... Pug, yeah, exactly, which thank God you did, because again, like I said, Pug, this episode I thought was great for him. He killed it. He was cracking me up the whole episode. Uh, we quickly see Jen. She arrives at Emil's house, and she is going to bump into the dude that I just keep calling the Zoltan, because that's who he reminds me of, his fucking... <laughs> don't mess with the Zoltan there. Or oh, actually, I'm sorry, was it Zohan? Zoltan yeah, Mesco. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, she's gonna get over. She's like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm just looking for a place to stay." Gives her a room. How about a hug too? <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. This guy's just totally reformed now. He hasn't he hasn't left. He hasn't left. His I wish the, I wish the whole cast was still there from that that episode. Yeah, brought them all back. Him, but yeah, that, that would have been, been funny. Yeah. yeah, if they brought all of them back. Um, we go back to Nikki. She's got Pug now. They arrive at the Intelligentsia event, and <laughs> because they're not exactly uh, tech spy gurus here. Instead of having those fancy little earpieces that you'd see in any other normal spy movie or anything like that, we're like, yeah, we got an iPod that you can fucking... Yeah, what do you it's, just, it's just the AirPods. Yeah. AirPods, there you go, yeah. Take this AirPod and fucking put it in your ear. And even Pug's just like, this is going to look ridiculous. Not exactly coy. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's just something like all the lines of like, you're not going to look any more ridiculous than any of the like, you know, misfits that are going to be in yeah. there, basically. And then she goes in there, it's pretty much anybody, everybody's got the same douchebag looking fucking, just the one, yeah. just the, like, yeah. the one Bluetooth in there anyway. <laughs> um... So as soon as he kind of walks in, he sees, you know, like actually kind of like you mentioned, looks like a fucking rally, but like a loser rally, the nerd, yeah. the nerd convention saying, rally. Not like a KKK rally or anything. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, like, no. no. Uh, specify your rallies. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking <laughs> intelligentsia. I don't even know what to call these guys. I guess nerds is the best way to put them, but extra nerdy, these guys. Um, misogynistic as well. Because, say, it's like if you were a nerdy sexist. Yeah, because <laughs> Pug's going to join a group of guys real quick and they're just basically like, who needs She-Hulk? He already got a He-Hulk. He's good, yeah. fucking. And then they'll be like, who needs Lady Thor? She's not as good or as strong as the real Thor. And I kind of thought this was like, I, I thought it was like Marvel's way. I thought Marvel was going to kind of dive into that a little bit. You know what I mean? Getting like culture. What, you, know, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right, right, right. I was like, oh yeah, here we go. But like, you're lucky it was just kind of like a like a passing by scene. Like, oh, was I, say, well, yeah, the way that... I don't think it was anything that was like that. The way that Pug know? plays, he plays right into it like perfectly, yeah. which is what makes it funny. Right. Fucking right away, he's just like, females, man, am I right? <laughs> and they're all like, yeah. Preach, Pug. <laughs> and then fucking who strolls into the fucking little, little circle but Todd? 
Todd right away is just like, yo, pug? Like, I know you. I fucking, I pay to use your attorney office. You know what I mean? This guy's the man. Fucking yada, yada, yada. Like, I know this guy. Everyone show him a good time. You know what I mean? He's one of us. He's like, I should have known. You work with her. I should have expected that you know how, like, fraudulent she is. I'm not surprised that you're here. You know what I mean? And then um, one of the guys mentions, uh, do you think he, do you think she slept with, with, uh, with her boss? And then Nikki goes, say yes. And Pug goes, yeah. And she goes, no, say, say yes like you're angry. He goes, yeah. And it pisses me off. <laughs> ah! And then all the guys are like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking hysterical. Um, but then he's going to, you know, basically say, like, hey, Pug, like, how the fuck did you fucking, you know, get all intertwined and all this shit? And it turns out Hulk's like, I mean, Hulk, Todd's like, ah, I started this whole thing. I'm the head of intelligentsia. I'm the Hulk king. Oh, shit. And it kind of, like, a, you know, at first I was like, they didn't think of him as a suspect. But at the same time, I'm watching it, and I didn't think of him as a suspect. You know no. what I mean? But, like, you, you would think about it now that they say it. It's like, yeah, it makes plenty of sense. Like, he obviously has a vendetta against She-Hulk. He's filthy rich. So, yep. you know what I mean? He could definitely yep. financially support something like this. Yep. So, it's like, yeah, I feel like it's just right in front of your face, and nobody really saw it. Yep. Characters, me watching it, nobody. I was a little bit onto the the guy that he hired. Uh, was it Josh, the one that ended up like sleeping with her and stuff? Yeah. Now the only reason why I was even onto that guy was because it felt like such a throwing at the wedding, and just because every guy had been anti Jen until this point. So yeah. I was like, all right, something, something seems a deeper off meaning here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but other than I, I, Todd, I fucking I, I didn't even think think about him for a yeah. second, or any of these guys that she went on dates for. I didn't think anything of them. But once like you said, made 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 sense. I was yeah. Like, all right, word. It's like, oh yeah, duh. Kind of. Right, which is actually, I think that's it. actually what, like, I think that's literally what Nikki says. Right, yeah. <laughs> Pug's like, Todd's yeah. here, and she's like, wait, really? Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she just saw it coming. Right. Kind of almost thinking exactly like the viewer thinks, which mm-hmm. is good. It's a nice creative way of doing that. Yep. Uh, then we're going to see that Pug's earpiece is going to die on him, and then Nikki's like, all right, he, he's fine, he can improvise. And then right away, after like a second away, she's like, no, he's an idiot, no, he can't, <laughs> I have to go in there. And she's going to go burst on into the scene. So we see that Jen, back at the meals now, still with just the Zoltan. None of the other guys showed up. They're having some tea. He does shout out one of the other guys, though. Actually, right now, they, they're having some tea, and he goes, um, the, I can't think of the vampire's name, but the vampire, the guy who thinks he's a vampire, he goes, oh, he showed me this. It's really good. You're just going to watch him when he makes it because he tries to sneak in chicken blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, he's going to try to help Jen himself because Emil's not around, and she's like, you know... Emil's the only one that perfectly understands my situation because he's not allowed to turn into abomination, just like I'm not allowed to turn into She-Hulk. It's like a court pro bono kind of thing. I can't do it. So, you know, I mean pro bono. Court-ordered. Jesus Christ. Just completely mixed up my thoughts there. <laughs> but uh, court-ordered thing. So, she, you know, perfectly gets exactly what I'm going through. And Zoltan's like, all right, yeah, you know, Emil's down at the lodge. Go, you know, go find him. Go have a chat. So right away, you kind of almost see, I felt like we're sort of like where things were going in my mind. I was like, all right something's yeah the wheels are turning yeah i was like something's off here something's not adding up so we go to back to the intelligentsia event and we see todd he's kind of making like a little speech and then he's gonna announce we have a guest speaker i'm like oh shit is this i was in my head i was actually thinking is this where we're gonna see fucking um kingpin because we were supposed to get kingpin but she never ended up coming in yeah and then sure enough the guest speaker is abomination not a meal, yeah, abomination. abomination yeah. <laughs> but he does come in in a meal's clothes. It's yeah, like the white, right. like the white little guru suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like dapping up all the boys. Starts giving like a little speech. Like I heard you guys have been, you know, working your hardest. You can tell he has no idea like what he's giving a speech to because he doesn't mention like 
She-Hulk or like yeah. anything that they've done. Yeah. He's just like, I've heard you guys have been working real hard and putting forth your best yeah. efforts and stuff. Just needed a motivational speech, but you have no idea what <laughs> he's motivationally talking about. Right. And who's going to stroll in the fucking door but Jen? Sure enough, it's at Abomination's Lodge. It's at his little fucking retreat center. Jen walks in. She's like, Emil? Todd? What the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? And sure enough, she's like, you know, you've been changed into Abomination. I'm your lawyer. Like, I went and defended you and got you out of jail. And you, we, what are we doing here? You're like ruining the whole thing I yeah. set up for you. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, I only do it for money. <laughs> he's like, only Straight do- to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Which I respect. Yeah. You got to pay for this fucking beautiful retreat center he's got somehow. This yeah. place is huge. Yeah. I mean, how are you? It's probably paying him a dumb amount of money. No too. kidding. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not sure, but I don't think Bullman and the fucking, the, uh, the masquerader there have too much money. Not exactly bringing in the guy. dough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking fake vampire guy. Yeah. <laughs> I porcupine, man. <laughs> I don't know how much rent they're not, paying. Not exactly I mean? rallying up the troops. So, uh, you know, we got to find a way to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. I get what he's doing. But obviously no one wants to hear a meal speak. You got to have Obama. You know what I mean? Um, but Nikki and Pug are going to burst on in. And they're going to be like, Jen, we got to get the fuck out of here. Because Todd's Hulk King. These guys are intelligentsia. Like, this is all bad. Todd's you know what I mean? We, we got to get the hell out of here. And sure enough, Todd's going to be like, yo. That guy that you hired, I mean, the guy that I hired that you slept with, fucking not only did he, uh, not only did he, you know, put out a sex tape, I got your blood. And we were able to fucking synthesize this shit. Now I'm going to be the fucking hoe. And sure enough, Jen just like breaks the fourth wall again. She's like, what? Like, really? Like, this is where we're going with this yeah. finale? Like, you're going to steal my powers? Yeah. Guy injects himself, fucking hulks out, which I thought was so funny as hell yeah. because as soon as he hulks out, he's just like, just like a meathead, just like, come at me, bro. Yeah. And it's funny, too, like, the way Jen, like, not only in this scene, but, like, I feel like the majority of the fourth wall scenes, like, the way she's saying it is what the, I feel like is on the minds of the majority of the right the viewers watching it. Because I was kind of thinking the same thing, too, when it was happening. I was like, this is going to be the finale. Like, he's going to, the Todd's going to turn into, like, some fake asshole, get his ass beat, and that's just going to be the end of the of the series. Yep. So, like, whenever she breaks the, the fourth wall, especially in this episode, Spot like, on. she hits the nail on the head for, yep. like, the audience that's watching it. She's going to mention it later on, too, which we'll get to, but she even says, like, kind of exactly what I was thinking. I was like, all right, this is just basically, like, super soldier serum at this point. I was just like, yeah, anybody can she just even mentioned, She specifically says fucking, super soldier serum, yeah. Anyone can just inject themselves and yep. become the Hulk at this point kind of a thing? Yep. So, sure enough, like I said, you know, she's going to break the fourth wall, ask us that. And then, sure enough, who, <laughs> we, have Todd, we have Todd hulking out. We have Abomination acting a fool. Titania blows through the wall. <laughs> and that's what I really, I think I even looked over at Steph and I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why is Titania here? Right, I was like, like, all right. <laughs> and then, um, fucking Todd's going to make a move for Jen. Abomination, like we said, didn't seem like he had any idea who he was speaking for. It seems like he still likes Jen and is a fan of Jen over these guys, you know what I'm saying? Because he swoops her right up because mm-hmm. she's not She-Hulk right now, she's Jen. So it's kind of just throwing away these stupid little goons, trying to, you know, pushing them aside. And then who hops in but the Hulk? <laughs> fucking Bruce fucking Banner hops on in. Fucking, yo, put my cousin down, asshole. Abomination's like, yo, no, it's not what it looks like. Sure enough, they stop fighting. Yeah. And then Jen's going to break the fourth wall again and be like, what is going on here? <laughs> None of these storylines... Yeah make any sense yeah. like at all and she's just like is this what you guys want from like yeah. the finale this is the acid trip i'm talking about that would be in the bad direction you know what i mean right like, this right, is, right this is out of control right, but in a bad way like there's too much shit going on right like, like if this would be again. the actual finale it would just be oh, like man what the fuck like, yeah. what is going on yep so what you said exactly like, it's perfect she's thinking she's saying exactly what we're thinking yep so 
this is when things really got to get off the rails. Yeah. Like, this is what you guys want. She literally goes, all right, halt, stop, stop the show. And the fucking screen goes to the fucking Disney menu of Marvel on Disney+. Plus. I swear to God, I at first I like, grabbed my controls. Like, what the oh, fuck? Happened? I know I'm not the only motherfucker watching this that grabbed his controls. Oh, I, yeah, I did. And it was like, oh, man, I was leaning against it or something. <laughs> like, oh, I just, like, because if I hit the home, if I just, like, nudge the control, the home uh, home button hits every time. Yep. It goes right to the main screen. So I got damned it, and then I grabbed it, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I see it dangling. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? How high were you guys, huh? I, I mean, I'm all, yeah, I'm always smoking when I'm watching TV. So, I mean, I, I'm not not high, but I mean, right away, as soon as it just came up, because it was just so fluid. I don't know. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fuck, my bad. But she kind of kicks in right away. And she's yeah. like, this this isn't going to stop me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She fucking literally breaks through the inhibitor for fucking She-Hulk the show. They do it all. You know what would be cool? The, the only way it would have been a little bit cooler is if they, if they had like almost like an Easter egg there. You know what I mean? Oh, like, would if, cool. if it was like, for example, like I don't know, like fucking X Men '97. You know what I mean? Like if she would have like said something about that and like kicked that out, or like, oh, we're not there yet, or like I something like that. You know what I mean? That's like, a good idea. That would have been cool if they did that. That is a good idea. That is a good idea. Um, she's gonna bust through her inhibitor, kind of scrolls through, looking around. She sees Marvel assembled, which I don't know if you watched those. I've watched like three or four of them. They're really good. They're yeah, like how long took the making yeah. of. Especially if you just go and watch the ones that you're more into, the things yeah. you enjoyed more, yeah. the making of. They're really good. They're, yeah. they're really well done. They're entertaining. They do them for like Star Wars too, like uh, the Mandalorian and shit. They're really good. Um, but she's going to bust through the Marvel's assembled inhibitor and she's going to literally land herself right in Marvel Studios, friggin' Marvel Trailers, HQ. everything, yeah. So she's going to stop basically walking through the facility. You see all these people working <laughs> and shit. She's going to stroll right on over. She finds the writer's room. She busts on into the writer's room. you got this whole gang of writers sitting around a room. Whiteboards up, post-it notes, all the plot layouts, the this whole thing. This is probably the funniest, funniest ep- the funniest scene of the whole episode for me. I oh, was, this, this whole, this whole was, part was amazing. I was cracking up. The whole thing was amazing. Yeah, this, yes, yes. Cracking this, up. This specific, like, back and forth with these people. Yeah. This was really good. Basically, kind of, you know, guys, what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, why why are we doing this? Like, what's going on? And they're, like, going to basically say, like, hey, like, this is what Kevin wanted. And she's like, all right, well, let me talk to Kevin. Everybody laughs her out of the room, which is when I started laughing her yeah. out of the room, too. I was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Kevin Feige? Yeah. You think you're going to get Kevin Feige in a conversation? You are crazy. Good luck with that one. Although the one that cracks me up, I don't know if it's like the very next thing, is where we're like, oh, yeah, the writers, we moved on to a different, we moved on to a new like, That's movie. The, uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. And, and the fucking Wakanda music yeah, plays. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the Wakanda music It's plays. fucking perfect. <laughs> it's fucking perfect. Um... But the way these people talk about Kevin Feige or just Kevin, he's God. Oh, no, Kevin Feige, he's yeah, God. he's God, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one talks to Kevin. No. You say, I would kill you just, I would kill you and then myself just so you couldn't get to Kevin. It'd be like asking for George Lucas. It'd be <laughs> yeah. like like busting through and asking to speak to George Lucas. Yeah. Like, no. Um. So she's like, all right, like, all right, I, you guys are being weird. The way you're talking about him is like he's a god. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna go talk to Kevin. She literally just like stomps on out of the room, and. We see that she's going to get to basically like a receptionist desk. She's going to walk through a little bit of an office and she gets to a receptionist desk and she's like, hey, I'm here to talk to Kevin. The, the secretary's like, uh, okay, just sign this NDA, which I thought, again, was hilarious. <laughs> just because you know how everything's so tight in yep. this whole, the MCU is the most tight-knit thing yep. of all time. So I love that. And you fucking see the NDA. She's like scrolling through 80 pages. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> you know it's what the I mean? Bible, yeah. So she's like, all right, whatever, fucking signs the NDA. As soon as she signs it, the fucking security alarms go off. And she's like, yo, what the fuck? Why did you even have me sign that? He's like, everyone signs the NDA. <laughs> <laughs> we see like four security guards come bust out. They're going to come for Jen. 
easy work for She-Hulk. She's all hooked out right now. She fucking takes these four guys. Kind of mangles them up, to be honest. Yeah, she fucks them up, dude. Snaps one guy's arm. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, throws throws a girl into a wall. Smashes another dude's guy into the head. I was uh, Smashes a dude's head into the wall. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, She-Hulk. I see you, She wants girl. to get to Kevin. Yeah, for real. So sure enough, that's what she does. She kicks these guys' asses, grabs one of their heads, uses it for like the little eye scanner. Typical awesome you know, generic entrance, entrance to a, yeah, to a bad guy, <laughs> yeah. to a to an evil Kevin Feige lair, and she's gonna walk in to the said lair, which is an awesome fucking room. My first thought was, oh my god, I would never leave this place. Yeah, imagine having like imagine a football Sunday. I'd be like gaming on the main screen. I'd have this huge screen on the right here with football. The left screen would be the red zone. Can watch fucking fifty Same things thing, yeah. at once. You know what I mean. Awesome it's like being in Vegas mood. for March Madness. Yeah, good call. <laughs> yes. Like being at a fucking sports kid book. in a candy store. It's fucking crazy. And like all the different Marvel movies are playing, which I thought was cool. I was like, yeah. all right, this is fucking cool. Like, what the fuck is going on? Kevin Feige is just going to like walk out and he's just sitting in some evil chair or something like that. Turns out, like we said, creative, original, and hilarious. It is not Kevin Feige. The man is so special he can't even be in his own shows. Kevin is actually an acronym. I can't. I didn't write down what it was, but some craziness. Kevin is a robot. He's an a, he's an AI simulation. He comes floating on down from the ceiling, and the first thing I said, I fucking started dying laughing, like dying laughing. I think I even had to pause the show to be honest. I was laughing so hard. I just looked at Steph, and I was just like, "They gave him a metal Kevin Feige." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the funniest fucking yeah. thing in the world, dude. Yeah. I was like, that is genius. The little, little attention to detail yeah. like that is just so fucking funny. Like, it would have been funny if you just had the, like, the robot come down and be like, I'm Kevin, I have an acronym. Funny. Yeah. The fact that you give him the hat is so yeah. fucking good, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, man. I was dying laughing. It was genius. Um, But Jen's like, all right, listen, I got some questions about my show. Kevin, AI Kevin, artificial robot Kevin goes, all right, I'll answer all your questions. I just need you to go from She-Hulk to Jen. And she's like, why? And she's like, because She-Hulk's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay. And then he goes, I also need you to change off camera because changing on camera is expensive. expensive. (laughs) So just just wait for the the camera (laughs) off for you. The whole time, like I said, I was just dying. This whole thing, I was fucking dying. I thought it was brilliant, Acid man. Trip, but in a good way. Yeah, I thought it was fucking brilliant. It was so funny. Yep. Um, so basically, she's going to go, you know, hey, we uh, th- this who created this, this elaborate plot for this ending? And he's like, well, this is what we do. We have kind of an algorithm. This is what plans all of our movies. He's like, it's been near perfect so far. And she's like, near perfect? He's like, yeah, you know, some are better than others, but we leave that discussion up to the internet. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's fucking great, yeah. too. I was like, I, just hysterical. Um, they know which ones we're, t- they know which ones we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that aren't out too far. <laughs> oh, actually, too, when she changes, that's, uh, that's when they do the... Um, the Wakanda thing too that you were mentioning. Oh yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah, she, we, when she changes off screen, moved on to another he goes, project. yeah. The visual, the visual <laughs> effects people have moved on to another screen and they hit the fucking just hitting every ploy that the people have poked at the fucking yeah. CGI everything. Um, but you know, like we said, the artificial intelligence algorithm it makes all of our decisions and yada 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 near perfect results. So Jen's like, all right, listen. Can we at least agree that this is my show? And he's like, no, this is Kevin's show. And she's like, okay, can we at least agree that this is a funny court drama? And he's like, if you want to call it that. <laughs> and, he, and she's like, all right, I'm going to give my closing argument. 
and kind of says, you do all this, you know, big fucking CGI fights and this big plot moves and all that and all of your other things. And people have said that all of your things end the same. And he's like, who says that? <laughs> she just pulls right by and just keeps on fucking going. And she goes, that's not what the show's about. This show has been about me. And she's like, the point is, is that when I finally figured out how to be She-Hulk and Jen, my whole life got turned upside down. That's my ending. You know what I'm saying? And Kevin's like, all right, let me fucking do some computing. All right, let's rewrite this ending. He goes, what do you want to do? First up, she's like, this whole Todd plot line with the blood thing, the super Get him out of here. Get it out of here. He's like, okay, bang. She goes, Bruce coming in to save my show, She-Hulk? No. Get him out of here. And then he starts going, well, he's supposed to be explaining why he wasn't. She's like, nope, save it for the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And is that too, like, dating back to when she's talking about the... um all the things that they write about and like the storylines and stuff is that the one where she's like hey when are we getting the X-Men and she like looks into the screen yeah it's like right after this it's great that was so awesome too I heard that that was like one of those um, like just things where she just ran through like 50 lines and that was like the one that just fucking got played nice um, but she goes uh, number three I want Abomination to hold himself responsible count for his actions and then the last thing she goes well almost the last thing she goes no nighttime. let's do this thing in day day sequence and Kevin's like alright we done here and then she goes, I wouldn't mind some more dated, like more Daredevil too. Let's, I, get, girl, that Matt Mor- Let's get Matt Murdock back in here. Yeah. <laughs> girl has her needs. And Robert Kevin's like, all right. So Kevin thinks that he's all good. He like just, you know, helped she help rewrite her ending. All of a sudden she sits down. She goes, while well, I'm here. And he's like, oh my God, you're sitting down? Yeah. <laughs> she goes, what's with all the daddy issues? <laughs> Which I thought was great. She's like, uh, Iron Man, daddy issues, Thor, daddy issues, so true, Loki, yeah. same dad, same yes. issues, <laughs> Star-Lord, two daddies, two issues, yeah. and then that's when she brings up what you just said. Yeah. When are we getting the X-Men? Yeah. When are we, uh, when are we getting the X-Men? She gives like the, even like the little fucking, the Hulk to the, the thumb to the camera, you know what I mean? It was great. It was fucking hilarious. Thoughts for season two, he said. <laughs> you know I can't disclose that. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about the X-Men. Like, you know, yeah, you know I can't disclose that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I can't give away that kind of shit. I'm Kevin. Uh, and she goes, I have thoughts for season two. And he goes, no. He goes, you're never going to be able to do this again. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, what happened today? The security breach? I've already handled it. It's already been handled. This will never happen again. You just destroyed the season one finale. And that's what she goes. That's what Hulks do. Bruce smashes buildings. And then she goes, I smash fourth walls, bad endings, and occasionally Matt Murdock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. So hilarious. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> amazing. So fucking good. And then right as she leaves, I thought it was hysterical. Kevin's going to get his joke in because she's been hitting him the whole time. She goes for the tease. He goes, all right, see you later. I'll see you on the big screen. She's like, really? No. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, you know, should I transform like right now or should I like do that? Like, how's the cheapest way to what should I do? (laughs) Which I thought was fucking awesome. Um, So from there, we go back to where we were. Now everything's been changed. The whole ending's anew. We're out of meals. We see Todd's going to get arrested. She's going to go handle him in court. She even says so. Like, hey, I'll see you in court. Daredevil shows up, just like she asked. Late to the party. Missed everything. In costume. Full He's like, costume. Yeah. <laughs> you missed it. He's like, I missed everything? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Emil is going to go to prison for 10 years for uh, abomination and Breach. Out, breach of contract. Yeah, yeah, breach of contract. And I was just like, oh, really? I was like, that's fucking lame. Yeah. I was like, I was getting really, uh, I was liking this whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, from there, we're going to go to basically our, our, basically our closing scene. Uh, Jen is going to be the most important, fuck, arguably the most important scene. Yeah, it's crazy. About the whole huge bomb. Yeah. Huge bomb. Huge, huge bomb. Uh, family cookout. Matt Murdock in attendance. Jen's family all there having a nice little cookout. 
and they're, they're giving Matt the, the 10th degree, asking about his, his law practice, how much money he makes, just intruding on his life any way possible, asking about kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Matt's like, Jesus Christ, I banged this girl yeah, one time. My God, can we relax? Which I thought was great. Uh, you know, Jen's going to kind of come and save him. And then right after she comes and saves him, who shows up? But Bruce, the Hulk's here. And the Hulk's like, hey, guys, like, I wasn't going to tell you about what happened on Sakara, But first, I want to introduce you to my son, Scar. And we see oh, that the Hulk's got a fucking kid. Yeah. They did him a little. I was I was reading a little bit into it. They did him a little dirty compared to how he looks. In, oh, really? In the comics. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, a couple of things. So, he a, he looks badass in the comics. Oh, really? Like, he has, like, long hair. I don't want to say, like, more, like, emo-looking look. But he looks much more, like, pissed off. Like, this is a very young, uh, like, version of him. So, maybe they'll you. go into it. And um, going into, like, the World War Hulk and all that, I guess the... Um, the big catalyst for that is the Illuminati. Oh, so no the, shit. The Illuminati okay. basically kicks Hulk off of planet Sakaar. Earth, oh, Earth. And that's how he lands up in Sakaar. All right. So you're going to get a little bit more, you would think, if they get into World War Hulk about the Illuminati. So, you know, we already know they're coming, but like Reed Richards, Professor X. Um, Sweet. So it looks like the Illuminati might be back if they're going into a World War, whether it's like a movie, like series. Um, looks like the Illuminati will be involved in it, but Sweet. they're they're the reason that he gets kicked off of planet Earth and he ends up there. All right, I got you. That's interesting. But his son looks badass in the comics. Yeah, like, I'll so have I hope to, he looks I'll a little bit look better by the time they get to it. I'll have to look that up for sure. Uh, I actually, like, I don't know if you were here that episode that we did it, but I like mentioned when they were talking about the World War Hulk movie. It was a few weeks ago already. Now it's been a while, but I like had looked up you know like the comic shirt just kind of like the synopsis and i had mentioned it was like it happens after like the death of his wife and his kid i was like i don't think they're gonna do all that in the mcu just because like yeah we haven't done any of it to now it seemed to be weird you know what i mean but also you never know and sure enough they fucking just drop a kid on us you know what i mean fucking here in the finale you gotta figure i mean you know ruffalo he hasn't had his standalone hulk movie no so i mean i think the fact that if they go they do end up with a movie like I think it's long overdue. Yeah, you might not have been here that week. Maybe yeah, not. I don't think so. Mark Ruffalo literally said, like, whatever they want, just give me the call. I'll be there. Like, yeah, you know, I'm he's ready a to rock. fucking through yeah. and through. Yeah. yeah, he loves it. He loves it. I just saw him in a fucking... Actually, I was telling you guys about it, man, but I watched fucking The Adams Project again the other day. That movie's awesome. He's in that, too. God, I've, that I movie's I've seen fantastic. It. Check it out. Him and Ryan Reynolds. And he's back with... Uh, in this movie, he's with Jennifer Garner again, so it's the same thing oh, with 13 shit. going on 30. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's on Netflix, right? It is on Netflix, yes. Yeah. It's a net, actually, yeah, it's like a Netflix original yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Check that out. Free streaming recommendation. Adam's Project. Go watch it. Um, But the only thing we're going to kind of see is like basically the closeout after we leave that. We see Hulk and his kid. Uh, Jen's just going to head into the courtroom basically, but she is as She-Hulk again. So mm. clearly that whole thing has been lifted. Mm. She's back as a lawyer in some capacity. Yep. And she's kind of going to go walking into the courtroom to face Todd and get her justice there. So... Very, you know, good ending for her. Yep. Uh, wrapped up nicely. And then we do get our fifth post credit scene of the season. We hadn't had it in four weeks. I've been mentioning it because I was on the lookout for it after the first four. Uh, we get a closeout scene this week. And we see Emil in his prison cell just sitting there chilling, reading a book. And who's going to show up but Wongas? Yep. Back, baby. Wongas is back. Fucking Emil's like, dude, what took you so long? And he's like, yeah, did you so get it, caught up in another TV show? <laughs> <laughs> and so it, like, it's like Emil knew that he was going to show up eventually. You True. know what I mean? It was a matter of when. Yeah, not, not if. if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Because he, he was so, like, non Obviously, I guess he's been in the cell before, so maybe he's used to it. But yeah. he Plus seemed he's like he was way out. more relaxed, like he knew that this was going to happen eventually. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It seems like, uh, obviously, they have... Somewhat of a pretty decent relationship, like I said. Yeah. You know, we already broke him out once for the Shang-Chi bit that we well, saw that, on this. That's what I was going to ask. Is this 
in terms of the timeline, is this how did we already see him breaking out and being part of the Shang Chi? Yeah, movie? that was uh, episode two. I know, three? I know, we saw that. I didn't know, if, or like, so now that he's broken out again, we just think he's going to be still around, and it's just a matter of what capacity. Yeah, Whether now like I think this is almost going to be like two, like two, or yeah, yeah, it maybe. Be. Yeah, Shang Chi two is in production. I know that. I didn't yeah, see that. you know it's going to come out. Which so I, yeah, I, did, I didn't know if that like they just if this specific post postcard scene was how he was a part of Shang-Chi or it was like we were already past that and like he's broken out again yeah yeah, now he's gonna go back which I'm all for I think you're the same way all for oh yeah I want more Abomination especially with Tim I I, I love that Tim Roth is like back he's great man he's so great I love Tim Roth I'm a huge Tarantino guy obviously he's in all those but I I think he's awesome I thought he fucking killed his Abomination in this he was so funny yeah Um, but like we said I thought that finale was fucking awesome yeah I thought it was great like we said creative has to trip in such a good way yeah Yeah. very creative like I said earlier if you pull that off it gets a big boost for me so that's what they did with this one yeah yeah, definitely. Um, overall for the season, what, what were our final? I mean, like we said, you know, that was a big ending. So that hit real good. I mean. Yeah, I'd probably say 7.2. 7.2. Somewhere around there. I mean, I think the, the highs were high. The, the lows were low. Yep. Um, th- this, w- this was, I think, out of the, the three shows, this might have been, like, the most important, like, episode in terms of like how I valued the whole entire season, yeah, yeah, I got like it. I think it was basically a wash for me up until now because it was kind of half and half. What was good, what was bad. Yeah. So there was a lot for me riding on this last episode. Yeah, it was big. So I think the fact that they pulled it off and it was so good was yeah. was it got a huge boost for me. Yeah, I say I have it a little bit high. I I, I was I was tweeting right between a, a, a B minus and a C plus. I ended up landing on a C plus. Yeah, I went with like a seven point eight to make this like to make this good. Have this be a good finale, and then to then. Like, didn't even think they were going to set up something like World War Hulk, which it seems like they are. Yeah, World War Hulk's coming. They covered a lot, and it was just, it was creative, and it was awesome. Yeah. Very good final, uh, very good final episode from a show that I was kind of, I won't say bad-mouthing, but criticizing a lot of for yeah. the last couple episodes. For the, yeah, those three episodes, five, six, and seven, I think we just, even though these episodes were shorter, I think we still could have just done this basically in six If parts. you did four episodes, four or five episodes... It would be uh, in the 90s for me, I feel like. Yeah. We mentioned it when we talked about Werewolf by Night last week, and I was saying how I want to see Marvel maybe take more of that approach with mm-hmm. these short specials that are, say, yeah. like an hour long or even an hour and 15 yeah. minutes long as opposed to a whole season. Yeah. And I think that instantaneously we saw a post from Marvel saying that they were going to actually basically yeah. start doing exactly that. All for it. Which I agree. Or even if it's like, say, like a two-parter. Let's say if you do that to like, tw- like two one-hour like features about you know for like an origin yeah. story, like you can yep. do that easy and knock yeah. it out of the park. You know Hands what I down. mean? Yep. But like I said, like I, I, we already talked about it, but like these, a lot of our main heroes that we loved in the original saga, say like Captain America, Iron Man, whoever you want to pick to, their origin story was a two-hour to two and a half-hour movie. Yeah. These people are getting origin stories that are six, like six. 15-minute episodes. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Longer. That is a long yeah. fucking and time. No offense to She-Hope, but they're... I guess it's a bad way to put it, but they're a, they're a lesser superhero. Yeah, right. Than they're Iron not, Man exactly. Captain It's America. crazy. It's crazy. But overall, like I said, 7.8 C plus is what I ended up coming away with. I thought it was... Ve- the whole thing was funny. It's And none of the episodes I ever was like... None of the episodes, even the ones I didn't really like... I wasn't like sitting there like looking at my watch. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Like yeah. I, I still laughed a couple times. Like they yeah. weren't painful watches. They just yeah. weren't very good episodes. Right. 
But overall, it wasn't, it wasn't it was a chore good. to watch it. No, right. It's exactly. That's a great way to put it. Thank you. That's actually yeah. a great way to say what I'm trying to say. Yes. It was never a chore to watch this show, which I yeah. definitely started to feel in Moon Knight and a little bit in Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, so we're thinking Daredevil next time we see her? You got to figure she's involved in the Dare the Daredevil. I would have to imagine. Series, the, I right? like these two together too. I like yeah, it. I like it a, a lot. Very funny combination. I like it a lot. So I hope so. Yeah, I hope she is. I hope she travels out east. I think that's the next. You got to figure that's the next time that she's got to be involved in it. Yeah, unless I'm unless I'm, I'm just thinking of maybe there's something before that. But that's already next year, right? That's next fall, I think. Yeah, I think so. I know it's long. Yeah, it's twelve. Like, episodes. It's a long. I think. Oh no, maybe sixteen. Yeah, I think it was. I think closer to sixteen. I was thinking of Ando as twelve. Yeah. I think it's sixteen. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. It's good. Hey, I'm, I'm interested to watch it. I'm ready for it. Yep. Most, would you, uh, would you, have, you have a score you want to maybe give She-Hulk for the season? Yeah, She-Hulk gets a C-plus for the season. C Slightly plus above average. Wasn't bad. Wasn't great. Um, but it was better than anything they put out recently. So for that fact, I enjoyed it. Um, it was creative. It was new. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, I think the finale got a B. Salvaged a little bit of the slower episodes in the middle of the season. But it was good. C plus for the season, B for the finale. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. We're all seeing the C pretty close there. So, yep. Overall, I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie, and I definitely uh, I liked like her actual character of Jen more than I thought I was ever going to going into the show itself. Like, I would I, agree with you on that too. Yeah. Actually, I I did like her actual character in human form, which was good. So. I'm glad to hear that too. Yeah, no, I, I liked her. It's kind of like the actress the, is very likable, man. She's yeah. just got this. Geeky little charming vibe to her. I don't know what it is. The one, uh, the one I kind of compare it to the most in terms of Marvel would probably be like Ant Man. Like I, I think when Ant Man came out, I didn't have a lot of expectations for Ant Man. Yeah, but the character itself was yeah. not only the character itself was awesome, but the the sub characters were very good too. They weren't like a forced kind of comic relief down your throat kind right. of deal. Um, so in, in terms of like comparing it to prior Marvel stuff, I'd probably say it'd be Ant Man. Like the character wasn't necessarily the most important right I but the quality like the quality of the main character and the and the sub characters i think were like the the best comparison to how ant-man was no i think that's a great call i think so the side characters were definitely the uh, like the star point of both things yeah. i feel like but then the main characters their comic relief really helped their roles so yeah I, I think that's a great comparison yeah and uh, I, I'm like I said, I'm just looking forward to seeing whether it's in She-Hulk or in you know She-Hulk and Daredevil or World War Hulk. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more Jen. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think she's going to be very funny interacting with other characters, and I would love to see if her and Deadpool get on the screen together. Who's who's going to break <laughs> that, the fourth wall? Is that an wall? eighth wall technically? Yeah. <laughs> they both, both break in the fourth wall. Is that how like does four, that whole thing four squared? Is that the sixteenth wall? How, you know how, I mean? how, how does that work? Yeah, I can see one of them doing it, and the other one be like, "Yo, what the fuck? That's my thing." Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? the screen's like in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like pushing back and forth. They do the quad box from fucking uh, Sunday from yeah, exactly. uh, NFL Red Zone. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up for She Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it going to the other great finale that we got, huh? Let's go. I think uh, I was thinking this whole week. I'm always thinking about what I'm going to title these episodes unless something comes up be nice, nice and naturally. You know what I mean? That I can take it. But I think Rings jumped the shock, man. I mean, Rings jumped the dragon. I'm sorry. Yes. I think Rings jumped the dragon. Yep. Uh, after I watched the episode, I said Rings was number one. But, you know, obviously with, uh, with uh, the dragon coming up Sunday, obviously I obviously had a chance to re-jump it. But, but the, the gap, gap separated, separated even more to me. Obviously, we'll get into Rings of Power, but yeah, the, the, the gap, gap jumped. 
Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I thought this finale was awesome. Yeah, and you know the I, I forgot where I saw it, but they they hit the nail on the head. Um, was that the, the way that this this season closed? Was that it wasn't? It seems like they they kind of closed like a they closed a chapter on a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no cliffhangers. No, no, right. no yeah. anything like it, it was almost like how the first fellowship. How, the fellowship. Right. How Lord of the Rings was the first movie where they it seemed like they they kind of closed one chapter. And then I expect next season to be a whole nother. It's like adventure almost, for yep. lack of a better term. So like the way that they closed everything on this and opened up the potential for the the second season, yeah, rings, rings of power. Well done. I agree. It's almost like they they like you have your you have all your characters just like in the Fellowship, and they have this plot line that they're doing for this movie, yeah. and then they wrap it, and then it's like new plot line, new the, movie, new uh, yeah, new adventures, Which whatever is ex- you want. Ex- to call yeah, exactly. It. They they killed it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I loved like I genuinely loved this finale. I, yes. I ended up loving this show. I the after I, I came in here after the first two episodes and I was like I didn't I wasn't in love with the first two episodes just because it was I felt like an overload of information. Yeah, and just little by little by little by little you I liked every bit yeah. more and more and more and more. And then obviously episode six was fucking amazing. Yeah, and then last week. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Different kind of episode from Six, but mm. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And then this episode I thought was just I told, fucking perfect. I, I was talking to my cousin about it. I said, like, dude, like, Rings of Power has jumped way over uh, House of Dragon for me. And he was like, yeah, I watched the first, like, two episodes, couldn't really get into it. And I was like, I understand that, yeah. but if you keep going, yeah. the, the payoff is so worth is it. so much better than the just, like, bailing after two episodes. Yep. Like, if you keep going through it, it was, yeah, nope. well done. I wouldn't disagree with that. I honestly thought, especially that first episode, I thought it was a lot. I said it. It put me in fucking sensory overload, dude. My brain yeah. was like, and I watched so much shit That constantly. almost felt more like, a, like Whoa. it wasn't like a full-blown chore, but that yeah. that first or even the second episode felt it was like a chore yeah. to do. Like, it was to make so sure that you gathered many fucking people yeah. and places, and you didn't know any of it. And we're thinking, going into it, you're going to have some back, you know, yeah. some baseline, because we watched... Lord of the Rings. I've watched the first two Hobbit movies, which I wish I hadn't, but I have. But it hits, hits the ground running. It goes. Yeah, yeah. Lowe's thoughts on the finale for this one? Finale was excellent. Show was excellent. Give an A to both. Hey! Both. A to love both. that. Both of them. <laughs> love that. Let's dive in then. We got episode eight, Alloyed. So right away, I was kind of like, what the fuck? All right, what is that? That's going to, thinking of metals right away. I'm like, all right, what are we going to be doing here? But uh, we're going to open up. We're going to see that the stranger is traveling on his own. He was given the instructions by Sadik on the way to head. He's following the stars. And he's looking at his little apple that Nori gave him. The only goodbye he got last week, which I talked about, was just depressing in my eyes because he deserved so much more. Yep. But he's just, you know, finally thinking on this apple. And then he's going to go and kind of drop it. And as he drops it, he sees that someone's kind of watching him. It looks like a little fucking... A little Russell. Yeah, like a little fucking Houdini in the bushes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Houdini! There's <laughs> <laughs> a Jawa in the bucket. Wait, wait, what? Get out of here, Jawa. <laughs> uh, but he's going to go, you know, following over, grab his apple, and, you know, try to find who this little person that's following him is. And he's going to, you know, eventually come across both. And it looks like Nori. Nori looks all cloaked up, basically. She's got the apple now. And all of a sudden, we quickly realize as she starts kind of, it ain't Nori, it's that cult dude. (laughs) Gore, gore looking dude. Yeah. And he apparently has the ability to like shape shift his body. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's a a neat little fucking trick. His two other followers, I don't know if he's the leader. I actually didn't think he was at first, but now I'm kind of getting the idea that he might be. Yeah. The other two come over 
And uh, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is not looking good for the stranger at all. And then all three are kind of like, yo, bending the knee, sort of. Bending mm-hmm. the knee, and they're like, yo, we're here to serve you. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they go. And this is when I started leaning forward, and I was like, yeah. say it. <laughs> say it, motherfuckers. You're like, Damon? <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah, just do it. <laughs> and they go, Lord Sauron. And I was just like, no. I literally, I was watching it at, like, it must have been 8.15 in the morning on Saturday. And the first thing I did was pause the show. I texted Seth and my buddy would do, who you guys all know very well from the podcast. We have a little group text going. I texted the two of them and I'm just like, they fucking did my boy more dirty. We've already been doing them dirty and now we're turning them into Sauron. I'm pissed. I'm like, I'm turning tide. I'm going to the dark side. Fuck these little hobbits for being so mean to my guy. Uh, the Acolytes people, these cult guys, they look cool, so I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I had completely gone turncoat. Yep. For them to drop a nuke like that two minutes into the episode. Dude, yeah. it's, it's that, and then it's theme song. So, like, yep, yeah, I love right. the way they do that. You almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Was that the first time they did that? Like, showed us something was. before the yeah, theme song? Yeah, it definitely song? was. Yep. I think so. Yeah, because I remember I used to just skip the recap and the th- uh, re- recap and then theme song because I knew it was just going to be those two back-to-back. Yeah, and I was about yep. to do it again. I was about to get ready to hit OK because I knew it was going to be skip intro. And then they got into it, and I was like, oh. And then, like I said, the, the way they did it to drop a bomb like that, and then you, you kind of got a, a minute to compose what you just heard because right, you got the right, theme right, song right. playing. Like, Good call. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Chef's kiss. Job, job Chef's well kiss done. Right, yeah. Absolutely job well done. Uh, that was a huge drop. I mean, I, we thought we were going to get a Sauron reveal. To do that in a finale, you know what I mean? Like, to do that in the finale, two minutes yeah. in, that's when you know, like, we got shit. oh, here we go. We're going, yeah, we're going, yeah, baby. We're here, going. Here Let's go. Here we go. Um, so we're going to go from there, and we're going to see that Galadriel and Halbrand are arriving at Lindor. They need, you know, they, uh, Halbrand desperately needs some fucking medicine. Um, Elrond and uh, Kellen Brimble are having a little conversation already inside. And basically, Elrond's just kind of giving them the bad news. Like, yo, King Durin shut us down. Like, no Mithril. We're going to have to bounce the we fuck fought. out of here. <laughs> so, Galadriel, Halbrand, they're going to ride on in. Hey, Halbrand's in bad shape. We fucking rode like six days straight. Can you help him out? And then he's going to also mention, or she's going to also mention that he is the king of the Southlands. And Elrond's kind of like, huh? Like, oh, okay. Cool. And then, uh, you know, Elrond's going to be like, so basically, like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing here kind of thing? Like, I thought you were going away on the ship. Galadriel doesn't explain why. She said, but she didn't basically feel like she had earned it, which feels right to her. Respect. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially because she was right. She was, the whole time, she was saying, like, I, I haven't vanquished my foe. Like, that's what my task is. Yeah. Which is, we've mentioned, how you get back into Lindor, is, if you're an elf, is to succeed in whatever task you're given. Yep. If she didn't feel like she didn't like, complete it, which she didn't complete it, she's spot on. Everything was right. Yeah, it's accurate to the character. Exactly. Yeah. Which is exactly what Elrond basically says. He was like, yo, my bad. Like, I should have fucking <laughs> <right>. trusted you. <laughs> yeah, like, I should have right. trusted you. Never going to happen again kind yeah. of a thing. Um, and from there, we're going to go to Celebrimbor's little, like, workshop, basically. His little, his little workshop factory. He's kind of doing his own thing. Hallbrand wakes up. He's got some medicine in him. He's feeling a little better. He's going to stroll on in. And he's going to be like, yo, like, where the fuck am I kind of a thing? And he's going to be like, you're in uh, Celebrimbor's workshop. And he's like, oh, wow, like, is Celebrimbor here? Like, I fucking never thought I'd get the chance to, you know, meet him or see his place. And Celebrimbor's like, what's up? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am him. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? You know what I'm saying? And uh, Hallbrand, obviously, it seems like he's met one of his heroes kind of a thing, you know, all, all excited. Starts looking around the shop, sees these three very bright stones, uh, red, blue, and white, kind of just chilling on the table. He's like, yo, what? These things look pretty cool. Then he's going to see the Mithril Rock, the one that Prince Durin gave to Elrond. 
and he's going to be like, yo, like, you know, what's what's the deal with this? And basically, Calabrimbo says, eh, it's not enough. So Hallbrand right away just goes like, not even knowing what it's for or how much they need or anything, just goes like, all right, well, like, have you tried combining it with other metals? Calabrimbo's like, nah, I can't do that shit with this. You're going to, like, fucking ruin the, the strength of it, basically. And he's just like, well, how about we fucking use it with the right metals, alloy it, fucking make it stronger, make it better. Calabrimbo's like, brain blast. Son like, of a Jimmy bitch. Neutron, dude. Yeah, like, son what? Of a bitch. I ain't never thought of it like that before. <laughs> he goes, that just might work, though. And, you know, like, right away, you can see Calabrimbo's kind of... Uh, Taken, taken away a little bit by this guy. You know what I mean? Just yeah. this regular man strolling on into his place. He's all cut up. He just healed them. Now he's walking into his freaking workshop and he's just like, all right, what the fuck? This guy, yeah. he knows who he is too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He almost wants to be like, how do you know that? Yeah. You know, like, you know, like doesn't want to ask it. Well, like, I think hey, he says, uh, what, he, he mentioned something along the lines of like, um, like it, where he grew up, he said metals were scarce. So they, they, like, they basically, he learned how to make the most of the little that he got. That's what he's got, yeah. Which I know makes sense. Basically, that's what you're gonna do with any whatever you know, whatever it's food, water, metals, fucking whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I, I get it. Obviously, it doesn't seem like the sideline is doing too good too after this whole right. Mogoth thing. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I was like, all right, whatever. Fucking Hallbrand. And uh, from there, we're gonna go to Numenor, and we're gonna see that Farazon is preparing the tomb for the king, even though he's not dead yet. Basically, saying he's gonna make like the greatest tomb of all time. He brought in all these fucking different like artists and sculptors to uh, basically have their time to try and do the best tomb that they can do, draw up a sketch kind of a thing. And one of the people that he chose was Isildur's sister. So Isildur's sister's taking her time with the king. She's sketching and shit. And then all of a sudden, while she's fucking sketching him out, the fucking king's going to just like snap out of his fucking sleep, which startled me. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. You looked dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's reminded me of a fucking action. I just said the scream. He's just like, he still does, man. He's kind of like how Viserys is right now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they, yeah. they, they know that time. They know his time's coming. He's still kind of half and half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, man. This is true. He does have two eyes. But, like, he, you know, everybody kind of knows his time's coming, and the king is still half and half. You know, sometimes he's with it. Sometimes he's not. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, but he's going to start kind of blabbering away. And he's like, the old ways aren't restored. Our island will fall. So I was just like, hmm. Well, we've been talking about this a lot with this whole Numenor thing. You know what I mean? That's why she sent Galadriel away. And then ended up not sending her away because the leaves ended up falling and all that. Because we already saw the demise in the Palantir. I'm like, huh. So we like really got to. We already went to Middle Earth for the elves. Like, how much like, what more can we do? I'm kind of confused a little bit. So I'm like, something's got to be going right. And even the queen so far has been saying, like, we're going to Numenor right now, but we're coming back. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of like, right, what do you mean, king? You know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah. thing. Like, we're, we're doing that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then uh, Sildo's sister's going to go basically, like, running for, you know, for help, basically. Like, hey, yo, someone, you know, handmade, somebody come help me. The king's awake kind of a thing. She's going to, like, go back to the bed, and the fucking king's, like, up and out of bed. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. where'd he go? <laughs> You're, like, looking for the old He's guy. He's fully in the there, yeah. He's fully back now. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking sneaking off and shit. Reminded me of, like, Grandpa Joe and fucking... Uh, yeah, he got home. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah. Factory. Yeah. These um, fake-ass old men, where all of a sudden they just get a little bit of burst of energy. And yeah. <laughs> cheating the system, and then they are, they're able to get up now. Uh, For real. For real. Like I said, Grandpa Joe. Big-time Grandpa Joe vibes. Uh, he's going to open up like a secret door for uh, Isildur's sister, which is, we already, I didn't realize it was a secret door the first time we saw her because we just see, I think it's uh, the queen and who is it, Elendin? 
or Galadriel. One of them, they went already up. They're, yeah, Galadriel. They mm-hmm. went up here before. But we didn't see that. It was like a secret door. We just saw him going up the stairs, you know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, he kind of revealed it. He was like, go up. Fucking take a look. Go, don't go, look go, for go, too go. long. Yeah, yeah. Don't look for too long. He's like, I looked for too long. And what was and what is and what could, I got them all mixed up kind of a thing. <laughs> you sure you're just not old? <laughs> Are you sure you're just not an old man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, but it's still the system. We don't see what we don't see. That's actually how her whole thing ends. Fresh, you know, think about it. for the season. We don't go back to her at all. Yeah. But she's gonna go up there to see the Palantir, and we have no idea. That's just like I said. That's her end mark for the season. Yeah, sure. So that, yeah. that's interesting, mm-hmm. especially because we know to this point she's been very like anti-elf. She's like old, like this new school Numenor kind of keep the elves out, all about the people, yeah. the men kind of thing. Seems like she's one of the, the characters due for. Um do for a much bigger role in the second season. I can see that. Or going forward. Yeah, I can see that. You can see her being a lot more involved. Yeah, maybe. Especially if maybe she like uh if maybe she goes and sees something from the Palantir and maybe like she has some turn of a tide in her head and she kind of fights from inside Numenor. I think yeah. I think these people that are gonna return they're gonna have a hard time returning. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. Uh from there we are going to see that in Linden, Elrond, Galadriel, Celebrimbor are going to explain to Gilgalad basically the situation that they're in. Like, hey, we, we couldn't get more Mithril from Prince Durin. Bad. But we do have this great idea to take the Mithril based or off somebody of what has Albert. this great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, can take the, we can take the Mithril we have, stretch it out with some other metals, and we can basically create an object that'll be powerful enough to like relight the light for the elves so that we can live. So they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? A sword, a scepter, a crown. All right, word. Gilgalad, he's like, nah, we don't have enough time. We're fucking literally running out of time. The tree's bleeding leaves. We got to get the fuck out of here. And they're like, listen, we got this great plan. We need a, a little bit of time to, you know, pull it into fruition. And we can make this whole thing work. We don't have to leave here. You know what I mean? This is going to be a power from the unseen world. Not of the flesh, but above the flesh. Something that we've already heard in this show before. Mm-hmm. Gilgalad, hey, sorry, we got to return home. Doesn't matter. We got to bounce. Galadriel, though, she's going to stick around for a second after Gilgalad and Elrond are going to leave. And she's going to be kind of like, yo, where did you hear that? Above the flesh. I mean, of the flesh, above the flesh. Like, where did you hear that from? And Celebrimbal, actually, like you kind of saying, old guy symptoms here. Just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I think it was with one of my workers in my workshop. Actually, no, you know what? I think I said it. I'm just like. And she even goes, have you been with Hallbrand? And then he goes, it doesn't matter. We have to leave anyway. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a... Interesting. Wait a minute kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a... Like Makes your head tilt a little bit. Yeah. Like, huh. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me see you do a double take. <laughs> and... Um, back pocket that one. They only put that in the back of the mind. Yeah, yeah, for real. But very little, uh, very suspicious kind of. Galice Galadriel is very suspicious. We're going to see that... When Gilgalad left, Elrond's going to kind of go basically chase him down and make a last plea. He says, hey, I need like three months. I think I've earned this. And he's like, you, you've you earned nothing. <laughs> and then, you know, Elrond's like, well, let's do it for hope then. He's like, no, there's no hope. He like, quotes damn, him bro. right back at him, though. His own, his own quote from a recent meeting, it seems like, or some shit like that. As soon as Gilgalad's like, oh, you were paying attention to me? You heard those words? Like, ah, right, y'all can stay. <laughs> you were listening? I didn't think anyone was listening yeah. to that, bitch. You heard me? All right, word. You know what? I changed my mind. I y'all think anybody was around. paying attention. So. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's exactly like the, the vibe I got. Yeah. Um, So, you know, we got the time that we need, which I I, I heard, you know, at first you get Keller Brimball like making this plea, like we only need a little bit of time. Like we finally have the idea. We know what we're going to do. 
I'm thinking like a little bit of time. A couple days. Yeah. A week. Three months. It's a long time. Yeah. Let's get going. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, that's a, three months is a long time. Yeah. If the tree's bleeding leaves, we could be dead in a month. I mean, I don't know how long, like, you know what I mean? We but gotta, like, we gotta go. For real, we gotta go. You know what I mean? I was like, Jesus, three months. But all right, whatever. We got, we got the time we need. They are elves after all, so who knows? We're going to see uh, Keller Brimble and Hallbrand. They're going to start basically, you know, working together. They're going to be at the in the factory creating this crown for Gilgalad to try and save the elves. And Galadriel is going to call in what seems like a like a bookkeeper or like a librarian or, you know what I mean, some guy that holds a lot of artifacts, like a maester almost. Yeah, kind of I said like Samuel fucking Tarly. Yeah, yeah, very much that kind of vibe. And she's like, hey, like I need to know all the scrolls that we got on the history of the Southlands. And he's like, well, that's going to take me a minute. And she's like, all right, go ahead. Take your time. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just don't tell anybody. Mm. So now we're like, all right. We just had a little bit of Galadriel suspect. Now Galadriel is hella suspect. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm like, all right. Show me the archives. Yeah, yeah. She's up to something. You know what I mean? And then um, Hallbrand's going to come up to her and have a nice little uh, a nice little hot talk real quick. He's basically, you know, never thought I'd be in a place like this working with the famous Celebrimbor. Wouldn't be if it wasn't for you. You saved my life. You lift me up when, you know, I was down kind of a thing. And You raised me up. Yeah, 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 yeah for real. But uh, I was like, oh, shit. I was just like, I was already getting the vibe a little bit that Hallbrand was feeling Galadriel. And maybe Galadriel's feeling Hallbrand. But it seems like Hallbrand really got his life saved. You know what I yeah. mean? Got that elvish medicine from her and all that. Maybe would have died otherwise. It seems like he might be uh, ready to. Risking it all. Yeah, risking it. Exactly. I like that. Risking it all. Risk it all. Uh, from there, we're going to go to, I would say, I think probably my favorite my favorite scene of the, the, the episode. This scene was a banger. We are going to go back to where we opened before the uh, the credits that we mentioned, the cult. They have the stranger, and they're basically telling the stranger uh, a little bit about himself. They're like, hey, you know, your strength, your memory, all that shit's going to return. You got like a veil basically over you right now, but it's going to fade as time goes. And the stars are leading you to Rune. Which is where they're from, which I was just like, huh? I don't know what that place is. So I quickly did a quick Sounds little, scary. quick little Google search, and the only like tie to Lord of the Rings that I could kind of find is you know like um you know the army of men that that fight for Sauron they come on in like on elephants. Yep. They fight in the the battle outside of Gondor. Yep. All those guys, they're all from Rune. Okay. Okay. So all those like weird armored kind of guys. That's that's Rune. That's Seems all. Like a weird like center place. It's it's go, not you know, too I mean, far like, from Mordor. It's kind of like a right above Mordor, sort of like right it. above, a little bit okay. to the right. Though it's real east. Okay. Um, but basically, they kind of tell him like, "Hey, you know, that's where you uh, that's where you gotta go. You gotta come with us. That's where you're gonna be able to really like take it up a level. You know, you can be the fucking master of all the elements, like earth, wind, fire, all that. You can be the master of that. You can be the master of all these people. You fucking rule them and all that." And uh, I was fucking really sad right about now because, like I said, I was like, I'm a meteor man guy, and I don't like any <laughs> He's of this. He's gonna be but, mean, <laughs> you know. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. Like I said, I turn tides, so now I'm, I'm team bad guy. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And uh, Sar, I mean Sauron, yeah, no Sauron, quote unquote, stranger Sauron. He's gonna get up. He's gonna start using these powers. Basically, they told him about the Earth wind. He starts creating kind of like a storm. Starts getting windy as shit. The cult leader's like, all right, let's chill out here. They put him to sleep. They're like, let's bind him until we get the fucking room. So I'm like, again, disrespect. Yeah. This is your master. Why are we binding him and putting him to sleep? He's True. not some old lady. True. What are we doing here? Yep. So as we put him to sleep, they stop binding him. We hear like a strange noise, a little rustle in the fucking bushes. And we're like, oh, what the fuck was that? Two of the, 
Yeah, two of the three cult leaders go fucking sneaking off to, you know, kind of sus- like figure out what the noise is. And who is it? But the goddamn Hoffwoods. The Hoffwoods are here. Sadik, Lori, Poppy, Nori's mom. They've come. They've said they were going to help the stranger and they're here to help. They see that uh, one of the members of the cult is basically kind of drifted off. Two of them came out looking for them. So they're like, all right, this is the perfect time to strike. This other guy, who knows where the fuck he went. They're, they're looking for us. I don't know if it's their accent or what, but they, they, like, they make me like giggle the whole time oh, I love them. <laughs> yeah they're great like the same thing they're like oh yeah two two is less than three or something like that you know what i mean like something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. just the way that so they talk simple. Is just so yeah. simple <laughs> i love them which i dude i don't give a fuck even in the lord of the rings like i love the hobbits like i fucking mm. love them they crack me up dude even like that's why i love the fellowship of the ring so much some people complain that it's not like as much action as the other ones that opening hour and a half of the fellowship of the ring is fucking awesome yeah. like i love it yeah it's amazing yeah. Yeah, i love it you can't tell me otherwise. Um, but the Hotfoots are going to fucking make their move. You know what I mean? Like I said, they got two guys out chasing them. The other one's fucking doing who knows what. Let's move in. Nori starts fucking cutting the binds on the stranger. Turns out, same thing as earlier. It ain't the stranger. He did his little fucking Trixie Daisy again. It's the fucking Should've cult known. leader. Should have known. Should have yeah. known. I didn't see it coming. I don't, they got me twice. I'm not going to lie. Uh, gonna, Nori's like fucking, oh shit. You know, she's going like, to dart off to escape. Sadik jumps out of like a bush and he's like, nah, like, uh, run Brandy Foot, <laughs> run Brandy Foot. She, he just like grabs the guy with like his fucking leg, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, a fucking throwing knife, fucking like it's James Bond, fucking odd job throwing his hat, yeah. fucking throwing knife comes out of nowhere, catches Haddock. So yeah. Sadik, I'm like, oh no, Sadik, who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe? <laughs> Honestly, Sadik gets hit with, get you know, gets hit with a fucking throwing knife. I'm like, oh shit. The cult grabs Nori. They're about to fucking kill Nori. Stranger, real stranger, wakes up. He's rising that fucking storm again, though. He's doing the earth and element trick he was just doing, causing havoc, like a hurricane, basically. He fucking... Little fucking I don't even know. Magical wave, I guess. Yeah. Fucking sound wave. Two of them, two of the cult guys, go flying. But that main dog with that stick, though, he ain't fucking going nowhere. He fucking is like, all right, you want to have a magic showdown? Let's do it, bro. And he fucking uses his force powers and slams fucking the dude right into a rock. Just fucks him up real quick. So I was like, oh, shit. This is not good. It's on. Yeah, Yeah, no shit. This is is bad. Um, We see that the other two cult members that are fucking gotten thrown down, they basically pop back up. They go chasing down. They grab Poppy. Sadik, though, before he's going to die, he's got one more move in him as the, the two people, with the other two, whatever you want to call them, the other two columns, they got Poppy. He fucking pops in a bush, stabs one right in the fucking floor. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Sadik. Yep. Hell yeah. Fucking Poppy able to be like, you know, run off and be saved. Even so then, one, just the way he talks, it just makes me laugh. He's like, oh, I think I'll just rest here for oh, a while. Oh, fucking great. Oh, I love that part. <laughs> I love that saying. shit. He's just fucking I love that laugh. shit. You know, he's dying. It's kind of sad, but. Oh, it was, yeah. Like, sure. Their accents, I don't know, they just cracked me up. It's like the perfect accent for a fucking, for a halfling. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll just switch to you for the way. They're like, no. Um, we go back to the main guy, the main cult leader. I don't even know what to call these guys. They're all just cult people to me. But he's still baiting down the stranger. And all of a sudden, fucking bang, bang, bang. Dude gets pelted with a few fucking rocks. Poppy, able to pop up now that Sadik saved her. Hits this dude with a couple rocks. He drops his shaft. Nori being a little sneak in the bushes, like a little snake. Comes sneaking in, grabs the shaft. She fucking pops on out of there. So now we got the freaking dude's shaft. I was like, all right, word. This is this is pretty good. Now the guy doesn't have his fucking shaft, though. What's he going to do? He goes into the flames, grabs the fire, and just talks like, 
blowing flames all over the place. <laughs> Sets the whole fucking yeah. forest ablaze. I was like, oh shit, this yeah. is this is intense. Probably should have done that at the beginning, to be honest. Lose the, lose the staff. Yeah, <laughs> like, no like, shit. Just do that at the beginning. It seemed like a lot more powerful without the staff. Fucking forest fire to the like highest degree, though. My yeah. God. I mean, my Lord. Just relentless with it, too. Just blowing it all over the place. No no care for anything. Um, But the stranger's going to basically... Oh, he's still laying on the ground. That's when Nori actually comes over. This guy's blowing the fire around. Nori comes over with the shaft to fucking the stranger. And she's like, yo, you're a good guy. And he's just like, I don't know. Uh, they're telling me I'm not a good guy. And she's like, bro, you're here to help. It's based on what you want to do. And he's just like... All right, word. Take this. <laughs> fucking A. Grabs the fucking shaft and fucking makes, you know, pretty quick work of fucking the fire. Takes care of that other fucking dude. What does he say? Like, uh, from the shadows you came, from the fucking shadows I return you to. Yeah. It looks like they turn into, like, the ring wraith. Like, I was, I was thinking the Army of the Dead. Like, they kind of look, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. look like the Army of the Dead. Yeah. Afterwards. Actually, that's a good call, too, yeah. from the third one. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yep. That's a good call. That's a good call. Go that way. That's a great, great call. Um, but like right away, I the was way like, you said it too, it was almost like a t- like uh, you know when Gandalf's facing the uh, the Belrock too. He's like, go back to the shadows. You know what I mean? Like he says another. It's not. He didn't exactly say go back to the shadows, but it was kind of the the same exact thing. So you're like, okay, ladies like, and gentlemen, that's a great call. I did not think of that one at all. Yeah. That is a great one. It's very similar. Yeah, like, you know what you're saying? It's not like the same exact thing. thing. That has oh, to do with the shadows, too. It does, yeah, yeah. Bell Rock go back to from the, the shadows. shadows. From the shadows you came to the shadows, I, like, I, know, I summon you to return or something like that. But the three of them, I, I was, you know, even though they're bad guys and shit, I was like, all right, these guys are kind of fucking cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. And as they're fucking about to get, like, fucking basically, like, zonked out by fucking the stranger, they're like, yo, like... He ain't Sauron. It's the other one. And what actually I wrote it down. What was the word they call him? The Istar. He isn't Sauron. He's the Istar. Hmm. And I was just like, hmm. Yeah, hmm. new. But we're gonna find out what it means later on. But I was just like, all right, word. So I was like, he ain't the straight. I mean, he ain't Sauron. I was like, hell yeah. I was yep. like, let's go. Yep. I was disappointed by the beginning, but this really turned it around for me. Like, let's go back on the good guy train. Yep. Back on the good guy train. And then also the wheels start turning as like, all right, well, who is then? Right. You know? So, yeah, right back uh, right back in a positive direction. My biggest concern, I was just like, so like, all right, we ain't Sauron. Good. Medium my man, back in being, well, he was already was my guy regardless. But now he's back to being on the good side of things. Like, I like this. I was like. We're not going to become Sauron now, are we? I mean, Sauron yeah, now. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, like, this I know I mentioned that earlier. About the next question is, who is and <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're right back to the beginning of the episode, basically. You have no idea who's who. Yeah, back to the stranger. Yeah. Back to being Meteor, man. Um, but that was fucking awesome. He fucking just whipped those guys' asses. I didn't think they were going to be dead. But then, like I said, after they turned into the, whatever you want to call them, like that ghost spiritualized version of themselves with the like, you know, ring race or the army of the dead, they like got like evaporate like yeah torn up you know what i'm yeah. saying like i think they're dead. straight up disintegrated yeah you know what i'm saying like, i don't think they're coming back anytime yeah soon. i don't think so i don't think so which i was like oh shit like i haven't seen magic used much to kill they're gone of the rings you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah usually it's a sword and shit like even gandalf still swings a sword even with a shaft right um and then actually like you mentioned we're gonna before we leave this scene which was an awesome awesome scene like i said probably the best one of the episode we're gonna go back to uh, our little gang of heartfoots and uh we see that like i mentioned sadika hit with a throwing blade he's not doing very good they're like hey you know we'll uh, we'll carry you back we'll get you the medicine you need and sadik's just like 
Nah. Nope. Sorry, guys. My my time has come. I think I'll just stay here for a while. Yeah. I'll watch the sun come up. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's fucking great. I don't know the accent. Fucking, fucking great. Crap. I so love good. it, man. I fucking love it. But I thought that was a great. Like you said, it was kind of. I thought it was. I thought it definitely was sad. I thought it was fucking very sad. Yeah. I uh, t- tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. Yep. You know what I mean? But I thought it was great. It was fucking. It was beautiful. You know. Like, like he sees his wife too, or something like that. He says, "Oh, he'll see his wife again." Yeah. Yeah. Which has got to be. Which has got to mean that I. I would imagine that he must have had a wife previous because he's got a, a woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that's his wife. I, mean, I don't know. But kind it seems like he kind had... Kind of a Sarah's thing. You know what I mean? The light at the end of the tunnel. And Maybe. His, yeah, yeah. His, his, Actually, you know, his, that, his yes. true, true love kind of deal. A, you know? I think that's exactly what it was. I think that's a, a fucking spot on call. Because we obviously have already seen his current woman a few times. Yep. You know what I'm saying? She was saved uh, by the stranger herself, mm. actually, by the, the wolves there. So I guess... Uh, Sadik must have had a previous arrangement. But uh, that was an awesome scene, like I said. I I love that fucking scene. I thought that whole thing was cool. The fucking... The hurricane winds and shit looked fucking sick. Yep. The fire. Everything looked sick. This whole show has always looked awesome. We've said that constantly. The way the three, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them... Like uh, the cult guys? Yeah, the way they died to... Like, it looked awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It looked sick. Yeah. Even, like... It was a, it looked like to me it looked like the ring race. You know what I'm saying? When like say like Frodo yeah. puts on the ring, but yeah, like it yeah, looked right. like they were like way like better. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like better detailed and shit like yeah. that. Like they just it popped more and yep. stuff. Um, yeah, you tell Bezos uh, dished out a couple more shells for that yeah, one than they did the original. Definitely. Get on in there, producer. Oh shit! There you go. There you go now, son. All right. So, we leave there, and we're going to see that the Numenorians that were at Middle-earth, that were fighting with Galadriel, are about to arrive home. They're at sea, but they're getting pretty damn close. The queen's working on her her new life as being a a member of the blind community, basically. She's, like, counting her steps and trying to learn this ship and shit like that. Uh, Ellen Deal's going to come on down, help her out a little bit. Queen's going to basically say that you can resign from your position because, you know, obviously he's sad as shit. He seems salty that a sealed up passed, which we know he didn't, which we haven't seen. We didn't see a sealed up this whole episode, so they just yep. kind of, like, left him in the wind. I don't know if it's because we know he doesn't die or what yeah, have you. Yeah, so but... you know he's out there somewhere. Right. We'll see him, obviously, in season two. Yeah. Which, I actually, I did, uh, me, you, and Ledoux, I think, talked about it, but I actually read today that it's it's planned for five seasons. Yeah. Planned for, did planned for five. Did they we say season it. two? When? It just started production, so probably 24. Yeah. I would imagine. Damn. Nah, yeah. they'll probably pump that out next year if it's already being produced. It's, tough. it's, it's being filmed right now. You figure if it, I mean, it's going to take, you know, now five. Now, say six, five, six months, months to produce that and edit it? I don't probably. know. Maybe I'm being optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're looking at 24. Nowadays, with how competitive all the shows are, though, I imagine they got to be trying to pump it out as fast as possible. Yeah, but I mean, depending on what it, well, depend, yeah, it depends on what it is too. But I mean, right now it's already October of twenty two, and that was the finale. So I mean, twenty four is you know a year and a half away. It's not that long. Yeah, very true. You know, film and do the entire fucking background work and all that, the cuts, the edits, the CGI, the cleanups, all that shit. Yeah, it doesn't really, not really saying anything out of here. Yeah, I, I, I'd say 24. It's unlikely. Honestly, I feel like that's trying to be It's unlikely we'll see The Rings of Power Season 2 on our screens before the first quarter of 2024 yeah. at the earliest. Yeah. 
That's kind of what I was thinking. I was Damn, thinking. Whoa. I was thinking about. Come on, Bezos. I was thinking about there. like we started in August. Oh no, September, right? The first week of September. Yeah, yeah September third. Football started early. I was thinking like almost exactly like two years to that date. I would say <sighs> that we would have been back. Sad. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? We'll have plenty to get to. Anyways, it flies by. It flies by. We have plenty to cover. Um. But like I was saying, so she says basically, you know, you can resign from your position because you know, sad, seal those dead, kind of a thing. And Ellen Deal's like, you know, you know, I, I know I've been salty basically, but uh, my name doesn't just mean friend of the stars; it does mean friend of the elves, and that's actually the truth. I fucking saved Galadriel. I am a friend of the fucking elves, and I, I'm I'm gonna be back in this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a little salty because my kid died, which is you understandable. know, understandable. Understandable. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Not you know, not not terribly ridiculous. Um, and right after this, they're gonna kind of get notified from the top deck. Hey, Numenor is in sight. So like, all right, cool. Let's go up, you know, top deck. Let's go check it out. And as they arrive into the bay, the queen's like, all right, like, you know, how's everything looking kind of a thing? And Ellen Dia is just like looking and he's like dead quiet. And we're, like as the audience, along with the queen, are like, oh, fuck, like, what's going on? And then we see that the entire bay is just filled with black flags. So it seems that things have changed since we've left, which I can't imagine they've changed for the better. No, black flags usually not a good thing. Typically a bad thing. Yep. Uh, and then we're gonna also quickly see that the king is officially dead now, and uh, Farazan's just kind of overlooking his body. But the king, very dead. I don't know if that's maybe why the black flags are posted, or Farazan's like flag is black and he's claimed control. Yeah. But either I kinda way, think, I kind of think the latter. Either way, two, but bad. Yeah, yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think it's very. I think I think you might be right. Because it did seem like there was like a logo on it. Very Game of Thronesy almost. Like yeah. a house logo kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? You think they would almost like it, you know, if it's like how it is in, you know, Game of Thrones, obviously a completely different world, but like they would think of the king that like ring the bells or something like that. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it would yeah. be like a whole new flag. But yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. it could be entirely different. Yeah. I don't know. But clearly we know based off of Ellen Diaz's expression and reaction that it's not good. No. It's not good for us. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, we're going to leave them. I believe that's the last time that we see them this season two, I believe. Pretty sure. Yeah. So that's another one you got to think, you know, season two is starting to be the aftermath of the king being dead. Yeah. Who's in charge. You yeah. Know what I mean, I think that's that's a good good way to pick up on season two. Yep. Them returning to Numenor, the queen being yeah. blind, possibly Farazhan That'll be one of the charge. stories that they're, they're mixing around. Because it seems like, that, you know, this one, they did tie up a little bit of loose ends with like the sub stories, but... I think they focused on the majority of the two big stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think like, they wanted to create that divide, obviously, between yeah. the two sides they, of Numenor. They also wanted to show that you're going to have that side story in season two of, like, what's the aftermath of the king Yeah, the king being dead. Yeah. Definitely a lot to, to work out there still before. We know Numenor is going to fucking go at some point. Yeah, no matter when. <laughs> Winter, it's a matter of what season, but we know it's going. Yeah. Whether it's a matter of time. Um, back in Linden, work is still ongoing. Uh, we find out that things aren't quite going to plan. The Mithril will not forge with the other metals as we were hoping that it would. Galadriel suggests... Did it blow up or something like that? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of smoke. Yeah, <laughs> I almost thought somebody died when it blew up. I was like, oh no! Yeah, like, it, it looked like things were going real bad. Real bad. Yeah. A lot of smoke. Fucking, like I said, Galadriel's like, all right, maybe we're just like working too hard. And then Halbrand's just like, here's that. And again, Jimmy Neutron like brain blast, just like, Maybe we're working too hard. <laughs> like, what? He's like, maybe we're fucking not supposed to be pounding the metals into one another, like forcing them to fucking bend with one another. But maybe we should be trying to more like ease Naturally the two of them combined. together. Right, yeah. yeah. Like ease them together. And sure enough, 
again, for the second time this episode, Keller Brimble is kind of like blown away by Hallbrand's like fucking brain. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's just like, that is genius. If, we've, if that's the case, we've been doing this whole thing fucking wrong from Jump Street. Yep. Let's start all over. Like, let's yeah. get to work. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, all right, cool. Everything seems good now. And then the bookkeeper's going to show up that we would mention earlier. The bookkeeper, librarian, kind of elf, maester guy. He's going to show up and he's got his scrolls for Galadriel. So Glager's going to take them, and best to be out of the sight of Hallbrand. So she's going to for that matter. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Probably doesn't want anyone to see it. She's going to head on down to the stream, and basically start fucking reading these scrolls. And she's going to find out that the true king of the Southlands can't be Hallbrand, because uh, the last true heir to the king of the Southlands died over a thousand years ago. That's quite the gap. Problematic. <laughs> Problematic. That's not just a recent thing problematic so Hallbrand's gonna come scrolling on down to the stream and he's gonna be like hey so uh turns out the problem too much power for one object so we're not doing a crown anymore we're gonna be making two of these fucking things she's like shut the fuck up exactly (laughs) shut up yep (laughs) not important to me at all right now who the fuck are you dude and he's just like what you talking about kind of a thing sure enough she's just gonna kind of show him the scrolls basically and he's like, hey, I told you right from the gate, I found that fucking crest on some dead guy. <laughs> and she's just like, no, kind of a thing. And he's just like, bro, like, I told you so. You know what I mean? Like, he even mentions back in Numenor. He's like, you were the one that kept trying to get me to leave. I didn't want to. I wanted yeah. to stay. Yeah. You've been flossing this whole fucking thing. And um, he's basically going to say, he's not going to say it just yet, but he's going to very much hint it. At just exactly who he is, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to see that he's going to basically, like, grab Gladriel, and they're going to, like, teleport, I guess. Yeah. For lack of a better oh, word. Like a, yeah. Teleport flashback. Teleport flashback, like yeah. yeah. And Gladriel's going to be back where we started with her, actually. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the show, she's back with her brother in that field. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of having the same conversation, only things are different this time because Gladriel's already had this conversation, and she's not fooled, and she knows that this whole thing's a fucking trick. So as soon as she tries to fucking kind of leave and basically get out of here to escape Hallbrand fucking or whatever, her, I, I would imagine he's shape-shifting as fucking yeah. her brother. Yeah. He fucking kind of flies over, grabs her, then they flash again, and they go to like that. Not a boat, definitely not a boat, but fucking... I think it's from uh, like the earlier episode. Right, with a, with whatever, you stranded, yeah, like plank, fucking, whatever you want to call it. Plank, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there you go. Planks that they tied together. They're raft <laughs> that she found him on. And fucking, it's a trippy conversation. The way yeah. that they're like kind of flying through all these, so it's got to be like the way she's like, drown, like drowning, witchcraft. Too. Yeah, Almost yeah, when yeah. She yeah. falls in the water. Exactly, he like brings her like back to that. Yeah. The whole thing's very, very, very trippy. Um, but Hallbrand's kind of sounding like he wants to make up for the evil that he's done, which is. Like I said, he hasn't said that he's Sauron yet, but it's very much what we're hinting at. It's yeah, like, this is when bro. you start leaning a little bit more forward on the couch, too. You're like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, man, like, come on. Let's say yeah, thing. Say, say it, it, say it, say it, yeah, for real. And it's just like, it's like, all right, well, what evil could you have done? You, something, what's going on here kind of a thing? And Galadriel clearly ain't having any of it. And then we kind of say that Hallbrand seems like he's, like, 
Now I was mentioning earlier, he seems like he's full out like in love with Galadriel. He's like, I want to rule together. He's like hand in hand. She's like, you know, yeah, fucking queen. Like, I'll be a queen. You'll be my king. But fucking, we'll like rule over all these people and you'll be evil kind of a thing. And she's like, nah, not with you by my side. Like, with you by my side, you'll keep me grounded to like the good, basically. You mm. know what I'm saying? He's like, we need each other. He's like, fucking, I need, like, I can give you power and you can keep me fucking basically grounded and not like going fucking full blown evil. And uh, Galadriel's like, nah, I'll never be at your side, bro. And then that's when she does like the fucking back to being submerged fucking yep. under the water. And then basically when he fucking pulls her out this time, he's like, you know, what are your fucking, what are your elf friends going to think? They already threw you out because you wanted a fucking couple soldiers. Now they're going to fucking, what are they going to do when they find out that Sauron lives because of you? Yeah, it's just like, like oh! <laughs> yep. It was great. It was a fucking great reveal. Yeah. And you know what, too, is, is like, you know, some of these shows or whatever, whether it's a movie, if you, if you can listen to the bad guy's explanation and a party, you can kind of side with what he's at. Thanos. Like, that's when you know, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, half the population should just be snapped into fucking, into infinity. But like, when they explain their motives or like, you know, he gets into like, you know, you kind of help me out along the way. Yeah. And you kind of like side with it or agree with it. Like, that's how you know that they, they did an awesome job of. Like the whole storyline along the way, yeah. So like I, he goes into it explaining how much that she kind of did help him along the way. And you're honest. like, oh wow! Like you look back at it, she, yeah. she really did help him a lot along the way. Yeah. So the, the, the she the just way didn't have it. it. Yeah, right. She just isn't buying it basically. Yeah. Basically, because like yeah, I agree. It seems like he, like I said, he seems like there is some like some genuineness yeah. to him. He's like, oh, you helped me fight. Like yeah, against a common enemy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like things like that. Like, yeah, they explained it perfectly. Seems like uh, I don't know who like who knows maybe could like this whole thing have perhaps gone differently like if but if Galadriel's like basically like yeah like maybe could she have kept Sauron from becoming evil I yeah. don't think so I think he's already I think he's always yeah. destined to become evil but yeah. questioning you know what if yep you know um but it was a pretty fucking pretty trippy little scene and like right after basically uh, Sauron lives because he's like you said he goes you know Sauron lives because of her orgasmic thing. She's like, yeah, Sauron's going to die because of me, too. And I was just like, word, yeah. word. Good response. Good yeah, bounce back. for real. And she kind of snaps out of this dream sequence that he kind of put her under. And she's going to snap back to it. She is at the stream where she passed out, basically, with this yeah. conversation started. Only Hallbrand's nowhere to be found. Elrond's the one that's there now, kind of trying to, like, wake her up. Like, yo, Galadriel, you were fucking passed out. What the fuck? Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. And as soon as she wakes up, she's like, yo, pulls a knife kind of a thing. Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? You true, actually, true. Yeah, you actually Elrond. Yeah. Makes him do the, uh, speaking of Harry Potter, the old Harry Potter. You got to convince him, you know, who you are. You got to tell him the truth. You got to tell him the truth meet. that no one else knows. Yep. Yep. That's what he did. That's right. Where, we, where, where they meet? met. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so she's like, all right, you're actually Elrond. I believe you. Cool. Um, and then we're going to find out that we need to, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. We're going to, you know, the Legio is going to like shoot up. She's going to grab Elrond. They're going to shoot up to Caliburn Boss back to his workshop. And she's going to go to fucking Carla Brimble. She's like, yo, is it, is it all done yet? And he's like, nah. She's like, all right, good. Because we need to make three, not two. And now Ron's like, why? And she's like, because one will, what is it? One will corrupt. Yeah. Two will divide. And then it's, she doesn't even say it herself. Kella Brimbaugh catches on to it again, he like to what the idea is. And he's like, three, there's balance. Yeah, to bring balance to the force. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so which I thought I was like, oh shit, like we're, we're doing the damn thing. All right, word. And then they're going to, you know, Elrond's like, where's Hallbrand at? And she's like, he's gone. He's never come back. And if he does come back, 
uh, we're not to talk to him or just pretend. Tell him he's not allowed. <laughs> tell yeah. him to get out of here. Public enemy number thing, one. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, which I thought was like, all right, shit. I, I can't imagine why he would be back unless he's here with an army ready to fucking kill all you motherfuckers. But yeah, we'll see that if it's you know come to fruition. Um, In which case, sign me up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> And then before we can get to work on these three rings here, now that we have three instead of two, Calabrimbal is like, all right, we realized one more thing. We need the purest gold and silver. It needs to be from Numenor. And it just so happens what does Galadriel have around her waist that her brother gave her? A dagger made of pure gold and silver straight from Numenor. Perfect. We have exactly what we need to finish this creation. So from there, we're going to start kind of wrapping up our characters for the season here. We're going to go to the Hoffoot camp. We see that the stranger has returned with Nori, Poppy, and Nori's mom. And uh, the stranger is basically going to head for Roan. He's going to say, hey, you know, I'm heading out of here. I got to continue my journey. It's been fun at all, but I'm out of here. Yep, yep. What, he said, I like that part, too. She says, um, he, he says he's going to Ruin, and Nori goes, it sounds like quite the adventure. And he goes, no, it's a journey. Journey's by yourself. An adventure something that happens with a group. And I was just like, word. Nice. Especially because it's like Lord of the Rings. Like, I'm going on an adventure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was instantly thought of. I was like, all right. And is this what he says too? Another thing that kind of ties into who we think he is. In a is. minute. Oh, that's yeah, not what we think he is. That's a fucking, yeah. that's a kick in the dick. Like the quote that he says, that's a similar <laughs> that's thing. That's a kick in the dick. Yeah. Um, but fucking, we're going to find out that that, uh, the word, well, actually I already said it, but what was it they called him again there? Fucking <coughs> Istar. He goes, they were wrong about your name. Maybe you're not heading for the wrong place. And he goes, nah, I'm pretty sure they were right about that shit. And she goes, they called you Eastar. And he goes, that means wise one or wizard. And I was just like, <laughs> let's go. Mm, okay. I see you. Uh, but, you know, time, you know, they got split up. So Nori's going to fucking head back down to her little migration camp. The, the rest of the Hoffwoods are getting ready to continue their migration to set back off again. And as soon as Nori gets to her goddamn parents... They have already packed her a bag. They got her a freaking <laughs> Hobbit backpack. Yeah. Thing's fucking awesome. They know. All the goods that she needs. And uh, they say, you know, hey, he needs you. You know what I mean? You're, you're destined for bigger than this. Fucking go with your boy and fucking protect him, look out for him kind of a thing. And this shit was heartfelt. We were talking about how sad yeah. Steph was pulling up the heartstrings. Yep. Her with her dad right here when the yeah. dad's like, I never taught you nothing. And then she starts saying all the things that she did. Yep. One of them being not to take a shit because if it's upstream, you might have to take some water downstream and you might have your own <laughs> shit water. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, this is tugging at my heartstrings right here. I was like, this is fucking, this is sad. You know what I mean? They were moaning, uh, they were, um, you know, fucking reminiscent about Sadik too, wishing yeah. that he was there to help lead and stuff. Yep. But the whole thing was very fucking sad. And then she's going to say bye to Poppy as well, obviously, kind of a thing, which was also very sad. You're my I best thought, friend. I almost thought we were going to have a Sam and Frodo moment. I almost thought, I thought so, too. I almost thought she was ready to hop on and, and come with. I thought so, too. I really thought we were getting that moment. So when she was left behind, I was like, oh. I wasn't, like, disappointed, but yeah, I, I, thought, I thought the same thing. I thought it was going to be that same uh, same kind of moment I with thought the uh, same Sam thing. and Frodo. Yeah. They hinted at her being a bigger role, though, like in the, in the hot foot little tribe thing like she seems like she reads maps well i think so they were gonna kind of have so they'll, guide, they'll still be around yeah i think that they'll be around gone, i don't yeah. think that the the harfoot tribe i don't think is going to be a very big part of season two no, but i think I they'll go imagine. back to them yeah once or twice you know yeah, what i mean just a little check up yeah but uh nori and the stranger you know what i mean so nori's gonna head on back up the hill basically she's gonna say all right stranger like let's head on out of here where are we gonna go and then, like you just hinted at, we get the fucking quote, and I don't care what you say, that's a reveal to me, baby. Yeah. She's gonna, like, Strange is like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, you can take the charge, like, why don't you go lead us off to where we're gonna go? She's like, dude, I ain't got a clue. Like, I don't have the first idea where to go. <laughs> no idea. 
And then what does he do? He fucking kind of just like looks around and then just goes, it's that way. And she goes, you sure? And he goes, when in doubt, always follow your nose, baby. And I was just like the fucking Leonardo DiCaprio gif. Like I yeah. literally the Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, yeah. Gandalf, it's yeah. Gandalf. Me, a man's Gandalf. Yep. <laughs> Which I was that I'm not gonna lie. I've been Meteor Man has won me over more than anybody else in this season. Like at the yeah. beginning, I had no idea who he was or what to think of him or right. what his storyline was. I love him. Yeah, I love this guy. And sure enough, he's one of my favorite fucking characters. Yeah. He's Gandalf. Yeah, I should have awesome. known him right from the beginning. He was awesome. <laughs> fucking great, great fucking reveal. We thought he was gonna be Sauron. I was gonna be pissed. Now he's Gandalf, and I'm fucking ecstatic. Yep, it's ecstatic. perfect. Yep. Uh, and then we go to basically our last scene. We go to uh, Linden. We see the we literally see the creation of the three rings. We're gonna melt down the dagger, like we mentioned, to get the pure silver and gold. We're gonna use the three stones that we saw earlier: the red, the blue, the white. We're gonna use the mithril, obviously, and we are going to forge the first of the three great rings. The first three there for the elves. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah. And the first thing I thought of, I was just like, huh. Well, right away, I was like, I didn't think that the, the three rings for the elves came before Sauron's ring. I thought they were more of like a retaliation thing. But then I was like, oh, fuck. Sauron literally just saw and learned exactly how, how make to make them. them. Yeah. I was like, now it fucking makes so much fucking sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not only, not only can he go forge his, he can go forge the nine for the other guys. Yep. And sure enough, that's exactly where we leave off. The very last thing we see for the entire season before we make off is fucking Hallbrand, and he is walked, basically, it looks like, to goddamn Mordor by yeah. himself. Made the so trek, and awesome. he's arriving in Mordor. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome visual of him just, like, looking at Mount Doom in the distance and shit. Yep. Fucking And I bet, sick. too, I know we, we, like, all of us, like, Adam, too, when he was here, like, we all had our kind of guesses as to who he was. And like Hallbrand was tossed around a lot of the time. Yeah. But I can now I kind of feel like it's like, you know, how it was with, I don't know, say like see like Scream for the first time. Where like after you see it, you know who the killer is. Now the next time you watch it, it's, yeah. you're, you're trying to you pick up on little things yep. along the way that was so easy that if you paid attention, you'd see it. Like I kind of want to watch the whole season now and see if it was like that. I know we did have little things with like a well, dawn. They did was, like, great things as far because I, I I feel like not just me, but I feel like you said Adam. I feel like a couple of people did like Luke. I feel like a lot of the viewers on Twitter even like they went back and forth from like, oh wow, Hallbrand's definitely Sauron to oh he's not Sauron. Right? Maybe he's a ring raider, yeah. but he's not Sauron. Yep. To oh fuck, he's Sauron. I even I mean? saw I even saw a theory that he was part of the Army of the Dead. Like he was the leader of like the Army of the Dead. That would have been sick. Something like that. that. Would have been- Fucking all out of it, sick. Yeah. But now, but now that it's out there, and you know, like I said, I, I'm in, like, like interested to watch back on the whole entire season and see if there was even more things oh, that man. nobody really picked up on, or that you could see, and you're like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Like, it was fucking right in front of me the whole entire time. Yeah, the Adar one that you mentioned is the big hit and big nail on the head. There yeah, because it, like he, that's when the, I feel like for me, that's when, the, then, that's when the wheels started turning a little bit. Yeah. I love what you just mentioned, though. That fucking... Because, like, the whole King of the Dead storyline, basically, like, an army for that was fighting for a seal door, and they were basically, like, fucking a bunch of crazy guys, and they were, like, just blacklisted, you know, given what they were supposed to be given because they were crazies. And I was just like... That, that would have been awesome. I was that hoping was that would have been brand. like my, that, that was a second. Sick. That would have been like my second favorite option. I think him being Sauron was, awesome. yeah, was yeah, the no, top. That's cool. Like I, that would have been fucking cool, though, yeah. man. That would have been fucking cool. I wouldn't have seen that coming at all. Yep. Um, but like we said, awesome finale. Great, great awesome finale. Fucking show, man. Great season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd say awesome I, season. Rings jump the shark. Yeah, jump the jump the dragon. I keep saying shark. Yeah. I keep meaning to say dragon. Jump the dragon, baby. I mean, we're talking ratings. I, I, I wouldn't be afraid to say like eight point eight. 
I went higher. Eight, eight point. Did you? I went, went, I went, I went higher. I went nine yeah. one. I went nine. I thought nine one was the perfect thing. I don't like to give flats. I don't like to give eight, like nines, eight sevens. I like to go point something. Right. And I thought uh, I thought nine one was more deserving than eight nine. Yeah, it was very close. Maybe I don't know. The first couple episodes, it took a little bit to pick off to take off, but once it took off, it it just kept going. Um, all the storylines, I just yeah. it finished really well. The action was awesome. My expectations were. Pretty, I don't want to say pretty low, but like you know, I didn't really have high expectations, and they blew yeah. those expectations out of the water. So, like all around, like I said, round of applause. I was that was an awesome season. Yep, uh, I, I'm gonna be excited for season two. Oh yeah, big time. I say a lot of something not a lot, but some of the things in my my rating too. Like I'm a sucker for a lot of small. Like for instance, like I've mentioned, I've literally mentioned, I think almost every episode that we've got how beautiful I think the show looks. Yeah, and that like does not. Like that just adds every single yep. week to my rating. You know what yep. I'm saying? I think that this show looks better than almost anything else I've ever seen. Like yeah. legitimately. Yeah. I love Between it. the orcs to the fucking the bands to all the battles it were awesome. looks fucking amazing. Yep. And it genuinely showed. Like they, we've mentioned, it was the most expensive TV show of all time. Five hundred million dollar budget. I think it showed. Yeah. Like it fucking showed. Yeah. Legit. You could literally see it before yep. your eyes. You know what I mean? Yep. The fucking Mount Doom explosion was awesome. Yeah, the, that whole battle the, was cool. The hint of the Numenor destruction with the waves was fucking awesome. Yeah. The orcs looked awesome. The wolves looked battle awesome. Battle scenes were very good. Yeah, it yeah. fucking looked great. I, I, I loved it. I, I, like I said, I loved it. Uh, the only thing I can take away from it, I think, is really those first two episodes. I get why they were the way they were. Do I think that they could have made them less fucking classroom-esque it almost felt right. like you're sitting down in to a be your first episode to be like, like a series premiere too, yeah to have that be your first one honestly i should go back and watch it i would maybe i'm being hard on it now that i've seen the whole season maybe now in hindsight it plays better you know yeah. what I mean? maybe it has a little bit of that i think the whole, like said, the whole season does because now you can look back on the whole sauron storyline yeah you know maybe you watch get the clues for Hallbrand. maybe a couple of meteor man hints along the way that you missed yeah so I, I think it's i think a second watch is definitely needed not just because it was a good show yeah well Might we're gonna have, have subtle the time. details that you missed definitely you know? yeah no we're gonna have the time like we mentioned we're gonna have, I have like two years of a layoff so los closing thoughts house of uh house jesus christ rings of power yeah rings of power i give it an a 9.4 9 Ooh. four baby Ooh, I look at it. that i loved it uh Love, no, I love to hear it. I, like I said, I was nine one, so you were you weren't much above me. But I think we're all right in the city. You were eight nine, so we're all within nine, six yeah. six decimal points of one another. So. I love the original trilogy. I feel like it just added to it so much more. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. I think, dude, I, what you just said, I think is going to be even ten times higher when we finish this series. You know what I'm saying? I think as soon as we this, I think this is going to almost lead like perfect yeah. right into our into our original trilogy. Definitely. Uh, well done. Yeah, so yeah. I got nothing, not really any, no bad things to say about it. It's an no, awesome show. No, great job. Great fucking job. I wish, uh, the only, I wish we could have gotten a little bit more, no Duran in the finale, which like disappointed because yeah. he's like my, him and Medium Man are my two guys. Oh, the one I can see a big season two. I think he's in a, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he, now that I think about it, might be the same, might have the same like effect for me. I feel like him and Elrond were, were an awesome combination. So I don't know how I'm going to feel if they're separated now. Oh, I'd, right. I'd like to see them kind of back together in the same whatever the the same storyline is. You got to figure the belt like they're fighting Durin's the bell rock at some point. Right? Durin's gonna be fighting the bell rock. Right, yeah, he's got his hands. So that might and be we already know all that. Gets, we know how that's gonna turn out too. That might get uh that might get Elden back too. You know, so yeah. I like to see them back together. Yeah, yeah. If we do, I would take. I would appreciate every moment you can because yeah. they're all gonna be very very limited going right. forward. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but awesome show. Hats off to Bezos and Amazon. Can I mean, my expectations were probably a little bit higher than Seth. I was somewhere in the middle going into it, but it definitely was not. I was by far and away, you know, blown out of the water. Yep. Exceeded them by a lot. So. I was terrified, and I couldn't have been more wrong. 
So yeah, Thank from goodness. the get go, you were too. Like I said, I still remember that Super Bowl scene. The fucking half, the like, halftime, whatever it was. I like, had you very were, low expectations. You were, you were yeah. terrified. Oh shit! That yeah, it feels like forever. Like, oh yeah. no, this yeah. looks bad. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last topic here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into uh, yes. We're gonna uh, we're gonna dive into our last recap, let's our go. penultimate episode. Like I said at the beginning of the show, the word penultimate, literally made famous by the show Game of Thrones. I didn't know what that word was or meant or anything about it until Game of Thrones happened. They made episode nine famous, and I'm just going to start off by with this review by saying I think that that historic chemistry that they built up with the audience around the penultimate episodes, I think was what kind of ruined this episode for me. I did not love this episode. I didn't hate this episode. Uh, I actually think I enjoyed it a tiny bit more than I enjoyed last week's because I wasn't a fan of last week's episode, which I kind of said. This week's episode, while being a little slow, I didn't dislike it until the ending. I really fucking hated that ending, man. And when I say I hated it, I mean I hated it. I really, really hated it. I don't know if it's because... George didn't write it and it's not in the book. I don't know if it's because the showrunners just needed something to fill fucking screen time to appease people. But I hated it. It fucking, it, it genuinely like pissed me off. And it left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. And um, I wish they hadn't done it. But the rest of the episode I actually kind of enjoyed. I know a lot of other people said it was slow. I think Seth's going to be on that wagon. I think you're going to be on that wagon as well, Los, right? Yeah. I thought the episode was extremely slow for the finale. I don't know. I kind of expected it in general. But the few scenes where it seemed like something was going to happen, it just nothing ended up happening, and that's what rubbed me the wrong way. I would say that that's not wrong. I would say that this, se- this episode, though, I-, I feel like is done what a lot of this season has done, which has kind of progressed a lot of our political alignments. It's shown where people stood. It's going to show where people are going to stand. Which all of that stuff is part of the reason why I love Game of Thrones. I love the chess game. I love I love the moving of pieces and who's on this and who's blackmailing this person and who actually owns this little bird. They they pay like both these people are paying them. They're giving their truths to both, but they actually have to be loyal to somebody. Who the fuck is it really? That shit. I got to be honest. I love. So while this episode was kind of slower. If the episode hadn't have ended the way that it would, like it, it did, I would have came away and said, while it wasn't like the rest of the Game of Thrones penultimate episodes with this big death with this big battle, I still liked it. I would have wished that it came earlier in the season, probably. But it is what but it it's, is. It's just the, it's the same thing that I was saying. It's not as simple as how it was with Halloween, but like the formula is right there. You don't have to reinvent the wheel and come up with a penultimate episode that doesn't blow like every. I don't know. That's, I'm not saying they tried to have a bad episode. But but I think they went into it saying like everybody knows that Game of Thrones, a penultimate episode, has, yep. is either a crazy battle yep. or a, do- a, a jaw dropping death scene. Yep. And and they tried reinventing the wheel, and you don't have to. The 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 formula is right in front of you. You have to do one or the other. I'm not saying I didn't. I don't want to ask for everybody to die in the penultimate episode, but like you need to have a good like a, something like a memorable part. And I don't know. I just feel like they they didn't. From the entire thing. There wasn't one memorable scene. There were more scenes that aggravated me than I thought, like, benefited the entire season. This guy's unbelievable. Or, like, the, the, the entire show. 
I a, lot, a lot of the big scenes pissed me off. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's actually what I was just saying. It's actually like, the, I understand why people are, uh, I get it. I get that it wasn't the most fast-paced episode. I understand that. I'm with you. I get it. But like I said, there are things that I'm still able to take away and appreciate as a fan of the show that I still liked. The part of the episode where people are actually saying that they liked, and they were like, oh, well, thank God for the reveal. At the Not the reveal, but the explosion at the end is the part of the episode that I absolutely hated. That was hated. the worst. Yeah, it drove me fucking crazy. It's pissed me off for like two days thinking about yeah. it. It's completely illogical. We're going to get there. We'll get there. But, but, you th- but you think that you think that this had more impact than last episode? Like for like, I think how well, that's felt- tough. Impact is tough because the king died last episode, which is going to be the biggest, basically, catalyst for everything that's going to pop off. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, but how- I think more pieces moved this week than last week. Yes, absolutely. I don't. But absolutely, I don't think they did though. No, like- nothing moved last week. Yes, All it did. The, they, they literally, but who the, moved last? No, week? nothing. Nothing necessarily moved. Nothing moved. But they did. Like the, the biggest information that you can give out, they gave out. They told you why the Dance of Dragons is going to happen. They explained it how it's going to happen. Sure. This one for me did. Like, yeah, there were a sure. couple pieces that I moved. So. But did you think? Did you not think those pieces were going to move that way anyway? All right. How about this? How about this? How about this? If how about this? If that. If that simply doesn't happen, right? Let's say if he doesn't have that conversation with Allison at the end of last week's episode, yeah. right? Let's just say that he just dies on his own accord without Allison ever coming into the room. He just dies right there in that room, right? Do you think that this week in this episode, Otto's not going to already... He's, we see it. He's literally already putting plans into place. Yeah. Do you think that Otto's not going to try to take the throne for his grandkids anyway? The Dance of Dragons is happening, regardless of what Viserys might have mumbled in his fucking death. Did it probably escalate things and move them along faster? Right. Yes. You're saying, you're saying this was going to happen just regardless of how we got there. I it think so. It could be different paths. Yeah, we they, saw. They, they we we literally are going to find out as much like in the second scene. Otto and the fucking High Council was already planning to move in Aegon for fucking Rhaenyra. But they were doing it without, without Allison's knowledge. But I, I still, I know, I, I still don't think so though just because like I, you kind of almost, for like a wrestling term, you almost, I thought you had a face turn with Allison in this episode. When she's talking to Rainice at first, I was like, I don't know. I kind of felt like she was kind of seeing more of the good side. So I don't know if she would have stayed where she was if if Viserys didn't tell her who should be the rightful heir or like who he thought he was talking to. Yes, about okay, you're saying specifically. All right, that part I agree with. If you're talking about Allison specifically, yeah, which obviously she's kind of got to be a little bit of the face of the thing because she's the queen and the mother of the kids. But like I said, Otto is going to push this through. Fucking yeah, with or uh, without his let's, let's get it. He's already it, manipulated her the whole time. He's just going to keep doing. it. I could go on about it about how I didn't like the episode, but we'll we'll break it down. Well, yeah, let's do it. Episode nine, Green Council. We're gonna open up. We're in the early fucking mornings, right at right in the morning, early out ugh, the early morning hours, right after the king's death, right where we left off in the last episode. Dark as shit, real gloomy kind of vibe. I kind of liked it. I'm not gonna lie. Right away, I was like, all right, what the right fuck? up your alley? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I like this. So we see basically. Uh, I was a little confused by this actually. There's, it's a little kid, a little blonde haired kid. Who? I don't, are we supposed to know who this fucking kid is, or is, is he just he a little jo- bird? Was he Joffrey? As that's the only one I could think of. I was like, I, I was kind of confused. I was like, is this supposed to be? Because obviously, it's not one of Rainar's kids because no. they also left the dragons. Oh, like, that's true too. So it wouldn't be Joffrey. I was like, was it? I was thinking for a second, was it the little bird that fucking that already paid Otto from after the? Um, you know what I'm be. saying? But he was yeah. older than that, and yeah. now it's been years later, so it couldn't have been him either. Yeah. I had no idea who this little fucking kid was. Nope. So I guess he's just some new little fucking bird or something like that. I have no idea. But basically, he's gonna go into the king's chambers. Bang! Finds out the king's dead. We're going to relay the message to Allison. Allison's actually very upset, which I was like, all right. Goes to show this girl didn't just have her claws in him, which she, she did. Heart. But she genuinely yeah. she genuinely cared about him. You know what I mean? 
And she's going to go to fucking Otto, give him the news. Otto, first question, who else knows? She's like, my fucking, the kid that told me and Talia, my handmaid. Talia, probably not the best person to know. Right. But Allison, she's like, um, you know, hey, by the way, dad, in uh, the king's dying moments last night, because I went and saw him apparently right before he died, and he kind of mentioned that he wished that Aegon was going to be on the throne. He said that he should be king, and that was like his dying wish. And I was just kind of like, that's not what he said. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, he mentioned Aegon, not even specifically your Aegon, but he did not say that he wanted yeah. anybody's, your son, my son, anyone's son on the throne. True. I was like, you're literally just like extending, like you're having your own, your own thoughts here and you're pushing it into yeah. his words. Yeah. You know he what took I'm it to a d- different context than what he was saying. Yeah. yeah. He never mentions King yeah. or even the throne. He doesn't mention either of those things. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, he doesn't no, mention either of them. He literally says to fucking come against the darkness. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got to, uh, you got to be the one. Uh, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm like, dude, this bitch, uh, tinted, tainted. Um, she polluted. She is polluted. There you go. I like it. <laughs> We're going to go to the scene that I was kind of just talking about a second ago. High council meeting. Otto's going to tell everybody, hey, you know, the king's dead. And uh, his last wish was that the, the air be changed. It's no longer going to be in Reynara. His last wish is that the air was going to be Aegon. And it turns out plans have already been in place, like I said. Uh, I think it's the Lannister kid. The Lannister kid's like, all right, so this is great. Like, this is, we're just going to continue with our plans that we've already had. And Allison, like, double takes. She's like, huh? Like, wait, what? You guys have had yeah. fucking plans to do this before today, kind of a thing? Otto's like, come on. Like, like, yeah, I did. Of course I did. Yeah, for real. But Allison, not happy about it. Like, genuinely, you can tell, like, fucking aggravated. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then we're going to go to Lord Beesbury, who's going to be the only guy that's going to speak up on behalf of, I would say, the king and Reynara. And he's going to be like, I ain't buying this shit. I've known the king for like fucking 50,000 goddamn years. He would never do this. And of course, the only person that was supposedly here to hear this shit was the queen's mother. Yeah, right. Like, how fucking, you know, convenient yeah. that is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he's like, I, I ain't fucking having that shit. And then he goes as far as to say the king was healthy last night. Maybe one of you guys fucking killed him. Which is a little far-fetched. A little far-fetched, because obviously he's got a rotting eyeball. The king hasn't been healthy for like 25 years. For real, no shit. Yeah, the king's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I saw him in the town yesterday. He was dancing with the people and drinking wine. Like, no, he's been pretty fucking sick for 25 years now. You can barely move. And uh, at this point is when fucking... Sergeant Cole, this fucking dickhead. Oh, what a! D- he's gonna come over and basically pull the fucking uh, the Heath Ledger Joker move where he just dis- makes the pencil disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says this uh, fucking Beesberry like fucking sit down, old man, kind of a thing, and like forces him into his chair. And as he forces him into his chair, smashes his head off the table and just leaks his brains yeah. all over the table. This, the, the subtle detail that we had, it's Game of Thrones or anything, is like that scene starts with the roll. The, it was it was like the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those him. things are cool. I like and those. that's what started it. Like the ball, like they're rolling the balls on the table, yep. and like putting it into a placeholder, and that's what ends up killing him. Yep. Uh, the head of the King's God, who's also there right away, is just going to like pull his sword on fucking Cole and just be like, dude, I'm your superior. Like, fucking stand down. Cole ain't having it. He ain't standing down for dick until Allison's like, yeah, you can stand down, honey. And he's like, all right, now I guess I will. But I don't know who's like, going to get Cole, but I'm rooting for that motherfucker whenever that time comes. I don't know who's going to kill Cole by the end of this. But yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for that other person, whoever that is. I've done a complete 180 on how I felt with Cole. Oh, I think everybody has. Yeah. I don't think there's a person left in the audience who still likes he this guy. He's an absolute with him. asshole. Yeah, he's such a fucking loser. 
I would say that obviously the bet's on Damon, but like how many people can Damon kill? Like I, I would already have to say he's probably gonna have to kill Amon. He's got bigger fish, that, to, bigger fish to fight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Damon, bigger, bigger dragons. The Damon Amon's fucking battle is coming. We all know it is. It's just a matter of when, not if. I mean, you just you just saw him sizing each other up last yeah. week. You know what I mean? Amon's gonna get smoked. Yeah, yeah. I can't fucking wait for that. That one's gonna be awesome. Um, but like I said, head of the king's god, basically gonna confront them. Allison's eventually going to say, all right, Cole, like, you know, chill out, stand down kind of a thing. That's when Cole finally is like, all right, fine. And then some of the guys in the high council are like, all right, well, like, let's go, like, and continue with our day. We have a dead guy over here. Like, the king's dead. Like, we have a lot of shit to go deal with. And I was like, no, everybody sit the fuck back down. I don't care if there's a dead guy over there. No one's yeah. leaving until we finish this fucking oh, Didn't somebody say, like, like let's get him out of here? And I forgot who says it. Yeah, but they're somebody, like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was Otto or what, but he was like, yeah, no. Like, he's saying that. We're finishing this. Yep. Um, Allison is going to bring up the, you know, the idea now of Reynard. Like, all right, we're going to be passing over her. Like, so what are we going to do with her? And they're like, oh, well, we've already been making these plans. Like, uh, we can't leave her free because if we leave her free, a bunch of people are going to rally to her cause. And then we're going to have an army to deal with. This is bad. So she's like, so what? You're going to fucking kill her? And they're like, well, you didn't. We didn't say that. <laughs> you said <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then again, Allison fucking furious for the rest of the high council. Just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this is not what the king would have wanted. Yeah, yeah so you get a, like they said, a face turn. Almost for Allison. Yeah. I think, her, I think her eyes are starting to become a little bit more open on what's actually going on here. Especially with her father. Yeah. Especially with her fucking father. Otto's a started. fucking scumbag. He sure fucking I just is. I like that he's a scumbag. I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. I like no, he's a good He's character, a perfect yeah. scumbag. Oh, he's yeah. a good character. Yeah, he is a good character. I guess what I like about him, just the character. He fits the mold. That just... fucking look he does, too. He always like he does like the head turn. Like he's fucking... like sideways almost. Yes! Like, yeah! yeah. It's, it's an iconic fucking look. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Um, but like I said, you know, Allison furious, the fact that they were going to basically like try to kill off Reynara. And, um, she's like, you know, this is not what the king would have wanted. Otto, this is kind of what we got to do. He sends Sir Eric over to Dragonstone and he actually, no, not Sir Eric. I'm sorry. He's going to send Sir Eric to do something else. He's going to send different guards over to, uh, to Dragonstone to basically imprison Reynara and her fucking family. <laughs> Let me know how that works, though. Yeah, for real. No shit. You know that Damon's there, right? Like, with his dragons and yeah. shit. Like, Good let luck. me know how that goes. Good for luck me. with that. For real. Um, but then we're going to see right before we leave there, after Otto gives his command to basically go and, you know, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna usurp the throne. We're going to imprison, you know, Reynara and her family. The last thing he's also going to do is uh, he's going to make sure to fucking... I mean, sorry... Jesus, not him. But after that, the last thing we're going to see is the the head of the king's god. He's going to step down. He's going to resign from his position. Yeah. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> Says, I only serve the king, and there is no king right now. And until there is one, I don't fucking take orders from none of you. Pops off the white cloak and leaves it. And it gave me big time uh, Barristan and Selmy Yeah, vibes. I was thinking the same thing. You know? Get him on over to Dragonstone. Yeah. Join, join that side. Obviously, like, um, Barristan gets fired, basically, by Joffrey. But he still does, like, the same thing. Like, he yeah. pops the cloak off and kind of yeah. throws it kind of a thing. And it just kind of older dude too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. Just kind of gave me the same vibes. Been like, around right. the block, seen it all. Yeah. And knows knows the side to be on. Yeah. I think we're gonna def- I think we're gonna see more of that dude, and I, I think it might be on uh, on the other side. I think it might be on yeah. the Team Black. Get him on over to Dragonstone. Yeah. Yep. I think it might be. From there, we're gonna kind of start jumping around. This episode was a much faster paced Game of Thrones episode. I felt like as far as the scenes, everything was like. Oh, uh, we're gonna see Allison and Otto 
and they are going to basically be searching for Aegon. We're going to be making this kid king this is now. Where I got to, I got to, I got to put my hood on because <laughs> this is when everybody in the episode puts their hood on. Yeah, everyone. Whenever doing somebody hoods. puts their hood on in this episode, they're up to no good. Disguised. Yeah, yeah. It's all it takes. It's all it takes. There you go. Yeah, hoods <laughs> off because this, this is where we start. We put the hoods <laughs> up. And we start I'm going. Really on sad. I don't have a sweatshirt on right now. <laughs> We should have played that out. Yeah, we should have. That's my fault. Um, But they're going to kind of start their search for Prince Aegon. No one can find him. They're going to start with his wife and sister, Helena. Hey, Helena, have you seen your brother? No, I haven't. Otto's like, all right, I'm going to go keep looking for him. Allison's going to sit down and kind of have a conversation with her. As soon as she starts talking, though, Helena's going to just grab her arm and just be like, again, the beast beneath the floorboards. And I'm just like, all right, this has got to be something fucking important if this is all you're going to keep talking about. Been watching her this whole time. Every every time she talks, I I an extra ear fucking pops up because I want to hear everything she says. You were on her way before I was. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The first couple of scenes of her, I was just thinking she was a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but she clearly she's uh she's got the sight, baby. Otto is going to like I said, he he kind of dashes out of the room as soon as Helena says she hasn't seen him. He's gonna go over to Sir Eric, like I mentioned a second ago, a new member of the King's God, a new character for us, and it turns out he's got a twin brother whose name is Eric and Eric. One's with an A and one's with an E. I'm just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Twins, Basil. And they're twins, yeah. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? And Otto is going to send these two guys out into the city in search of King, uh, in search of Prince Aegon and basically say, hey, you know, when you find him, bring him to me. No one else. Not the queen. Nobody else. Bring him straight to fucking me. Shit. All right. So then we got to jump. We're going to quickly see that Rainey's who has been at the Capitol. She was just there for the trial about the Driftwood throne last episode. She's still, you know, there. And she's just sleeping, basically. And she gets kind of woken up by a noise. She's going to hop up out of bed. She's going to stumble on over to the door and realize that she's locked in her fucking cell. Well, not her cell, but her chambers. Dorm, yeah. Locked, locked in her dorm. Yeah, yeah there you go. Locked in her much. dorm. So we're like, oh, boy. We can see the takeover is fucking coming. Oh, like yeah. it's, it's coming. It's happening right now as we fucking see it. You know what I mean? So, Otto's already sent out his fucking two guys. Now we're going to see Allison send out her two guys. We're going to go to Allison's chamber. Cole's going to stroll on in. He's going to tell her exactly what Otto did. He's like, hey, he sent out the two twin brothers. They're out there looking for him. They're basically going to bring him to him if they find him. So, Allison's like, all right, word. You're going. I need you to find them for them. It's a race to get to Aegon. Exactly, yep. And, uh, uh, brother Amond, he's in the room too, like I mentioned. He's like, all right, I'm going to go with Cole. I know some of the local spots that he might visit. Like, I can help find my brother kind of a thing. Allison, a little hesitant at first, but then after the explanation and Cole kind of giving the nod of approval, like, all right, let's get a little Eamon and Cole team up. Two guys. Two twats. Two twats, but <laughs> they can fight. That's for damn sure. They're, gonna, they're, they're a fucking problem yeah. if they want to be. Yep. They're definitely twats, though. No doubt about that. Uh, we're going to see that Cole and Eamon, they instantly hit the Street of Silk. Which we, I don't think I don't know if we've seen it directly, but we definitely heard Davos Davos mention it a few times in Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Yep. I as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, I fucking know that place. You know yep. what I'm saying? Um, but apparently, uh, Amon has been here before. Aegon brought him here when they were 13 years old to this nice little brothel, and uh, <laughs> Prince Prince Aegon told his little brother at 13 years old. Time to get it wet. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was like nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up. I'm not gonna lie. Um, they got a knock on the establishment, the, the door. Of this nice establishment. This little uh, barkeeper brothel head. She's gonna come on out. They're going to ask if Prince Aegon has been there, and she's like, "Oh no, I haven't seen that dude in a few years." 
uh, he he doesn't discriminate. Like he kind of fucking goes to the the, the dock pots of town. You know what I mean? Apparently, like the street of silk. This is like the bougie area. This yeah. is the high class hoes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Prince Aegon. He's down in Nocturne Alley. <laughs> that's, a fucking, that's where he's at. He likes to dance with the demons he down there a, in Nocturne a, Alley. He took a wrong turn. I like that. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, and then right as they're about to kind of head out, I you know I noticed that the barkeep kind of almost like hits on Amon a little bit. She kind of like and, and give my give my she, best to your pal and you there. And she yeah. looks at him. She's like, "You've certainly grown up." <laughs> Amon kind of just like looks at her and then just kind of goes, "Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back for you, girl." I'm not gonna lie, I like this kid. He's yeah, kind of I a twat, but I like this yeah, kid. Yeah, he's a good good. Twat. He's fucking a bit of a savage. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, he's cool. Amon, good twat. Cold, bad twat. For real, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Um, we're going to see. Otto has gathered all of the High Lords, all of the High Lords in King's Landing. He's going to bring them into the Red Keep. He is going to you know, explain to them, hey, we've had a little change of heart here in the last moments of the King. We know that you guys all sworn fealty to Princess Reynara. Well, now you're going to have to swear fealty to Prince Aegon because he's the new heir. Everybody's down except for three people. One of them we know, which is Lord Cresswell. He's clearly been very Team Reynara this whole show. Yep. Then the other two we don't. The other two are going to be the ones that very quickly basically just say, nah, we're not bending the knee. We support the princess. Sure enough, they're going to get their asses tossed in jail. So Lord Cresswell, he's like, I like the princess, but I don't know if I like her that much. <laughs> or is he just playing the long con? Yeah. You got to see. But he's going to bend that knee and he's like, you know, fucking power to the king kind of a thing. And I was just like, I don't know. I feel like we're playing a con here. You know what yeah, I mean? I get that definitely. vibe. But. Otto's not messing around, man. Like I said, no. we're rocking up. We're locking up Rainies. Now we're around. These are the head. These are like the good families. These are yeah. the peasants. You know what I'm saying? No. These are like head of houses. Yeah. And he's just like got to arrest you. He did years of of plot plotting and years of supporting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you can tell it took a long time to come up with this. Yeah. We're gonna see that both the search parties here. They're both still out looking for Aegon. We're gonna see the uh, the twin brothers, Eric and Eric. They're gonna enter fucking. Like a child underground fighting pit. Basically like fucking cockfighting, but with children. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it. It's yeah. fucking gnarly, yeah. bro. And uh, they even fucking mentioned, one of the mentions, like the brothers are kind of having a back and forth conversation, which you can tell right here for the first time that it seems like their loyalties are a little, a little bit split up. strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them is going to basically start, like, kind of mention like, oh yeah, Aegon visits this place regularly. Like that, those are the things that you don't hear about the fucking prince. And then he's like, even mentioning like, like the kids, like they fucking intentionally like sharpen their claws yeah. and shit like that. And they'll trim their nails so that they can fucking. Yeah. And I was like, oh Gnarly. shit. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, that ain't even that ain't even just it, dude. He's like, fucking, you haven't even seen the whole thing. Like fucking, look over there. Points to this little kid who's just chilling on the ground, just fucking chilling out by himself, which is a terrible place for a kid to be, I'd imagine. But Blonde is a Targaryen as ever been. And fucking sure enough, the brother's like, oh shit, is that one of Aegon's? He's like, oh yeah, I bet that the only one. So it seems like he's been doing the King Robert strategy fucking yeah. and setting up fucking little little bastards all over the kingdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Which doesn't surprise me. This kid seems like he's sleeping his way around all over That's town. It's treated slope, fucking down in Flea, uh, what is it, Flea Bottom Alley? Clue doesn't care about the other half of whoever he's with. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. Um... But like I said, brothers definitely bickering about uh, their allegiances a little bit already, which we're going to see more of this in this episode. It's a very common theme between these two, even though they yeah. have the same name, basically, and they're fucking twins. That's about the only thing they have in common. It seems like, uh, yeah, I think that's kind yeah, of what they're trying to almost point across. You know that they look the same and sound the same and fucking all that. They are uh, very different, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but they're going to be confronted, basically, by this uh, this stranger. This girl kind of just wandering, hooded up. <laughs> 
And she's going to be like, hey, I know a fucking Prince Aegon is for a price. And they're like, yeah, all right, you know, fucking, what's the price kind of a thing. And they're like, yeah, we ain't having it. And then she's like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I think the Lord Hand will want to know. You should probably go and fucking let him know. And uh, she mentions the White Worm. She says, I think she, he'll want to know what the White Worm has to say, which is a name we've already heard once before. And I was like, oh, shit. We're talking about fucking Damon's girl. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is who this girl's working for? And I want to know more about this girl because I've been reading things online that she is going to be a fucking problem. Really? Yeah. Like a problem. So we'll see. I think I was on this too, like a decent amount of, uh, earlier on in the season. I was like, oh, I wonder if uh, if she's getting paid off by Otto. And I don't know if they were the whole entire time. I don't think so. Not until maybe like now. They divorced or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something's going on though. This I don't know. But um, clearly it seems like she's got some information. She might know what Prince Aegon is. So basically they kind of head off to go get Otto to see if they're going to pay this girl off. We see that back in, uh, back in the Red Keep, uh, Lord Cresswell, as we kind of mentioned, seemed like he was playing the turncoat. Sure enough, he was. He's going to be trying to make his escape. He's going to have his, his horse. He's going to make it for the exits. But the goddamn clubfoot, fucking Laris, that motherfucker, he's watching him. He was on to his plot just like us. We, we, he saw it for a fucking a traitor too. He's going to friggin' grab this dude. Well, not him, but, you know, he's going to have his, his goons grab this dude. They're going to bring him back to Otto. And, you know, Otto's going to kind of you know, question him, like, where were you headed kind of a thing. And Cresswell doesn't have any answers. He's like, fucking, I don't <laughs> you knew know. damn well where yeah. I was going. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I was going to go visit my wife. Let's just get to the I point. I swear, yeah, I was like, going to go see my wife. Yeah, let's just get to the point. Otto's like, hang this motherfucker. I was like, oh, shit. That's not good. That's going to, you know, I'm not going to lie. They're not that, like, we haven't seen much of this guy, but. Rhaenyra's ain't gonna like that. No. You know what I mean? This guy's yeah. one of the only people in her corner. She ain't gonna like that. Uh, but then Otto, we're gonna see, have a quick little conversation with the Clubfoot. You know, hey, you've been having long conversations with my daughter to all hours in the night. Clubfoot right away. No reason why those conversations can't benefit you, Lord Hand. I was just like, this motherfucker, yeah. man. This guy is Bastard. a savage, yeah. dude. He's like fucking Littlefinger, but he doesn't fucking... He doesn't take any time to dance. No, he just fucking says it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's almost like, a, I don't know the right word, but like more aggravating to watch the little finger because you're like, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. You know damn well what you're doing. And it's, yeah, he doesn't it's, have the charm. That exactly. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. It's a great way to put it. It's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yep. Little finger had a little like elegance to him. You know what I mean? Nice he was cheeky. Smooth. He was looking cheeky. Yeah. 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 This guy doesn't have any of that. I think he's, he's just, like, just naturally fucking... clever versus, like you said, he was Littlefinger was a little bit, like, portrayed it a little bit more, I guess was a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 This guy just, he Straight doesn't give a fuck, man. No. Yeah. He doesn't, he just lays it out there. Um, but we're going to see a uh, quick little scene. Allison and the Silent Sisters, they're preparing the king's body. Allison's still, you know, very upset. And then she's going to head on out of there, and she's going to go meet with the Princess Rainies, who is apparently still being held captive in her goddamn chambers, which is fucked up. She, of course, is going to ask that very much so. Like, hey, why am I imprisoned? Like, it's the first yeah, thing she's going to ask. I need some answers. And right away, the queen's like kind of, be- well, because of, this, you know, some things are going on. And right away, Rainey's, man, cracks a whip, dude. She fucking right away, she's just like, oh, fuck the king. He's dead, isn't he? And then doesn't even waste another second. She's like, and you're usurping the throne. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, this bitch is good. Yeah. She's smart. Yep. Um, and sure enough, Allison, she doesn't really deny it. She, uh, she of course, says the same story. Like, that's the king's dying wish. Rainey's much like everybody else, is like, yeah, all right, sure. But Allison, you know, kind of wants her support. 
She says, you know, you've been supporting Reynard this whole show, basically, all these episodes, and what have you gotten for? You got a dead daughter, you got a dead brother, you got a, I mean, a dead uh, dead son, I'm sorry. Yep. Your husband's not doing Deserted good. Deserted you, basically. Yeah, yeah. He, he might be dead, you know what I mean? Who yep. knows? So she's like, what What the fuck is that relationship that, you know, helped you out? She's got a point. Turn tides, come help us out. She even offers up. Uh, she even offers up Driftmark. She's like, "You guys can have Driftmark. You and your daughters. You guys can rule it forever. Do as you with your will. You know what I mean." And Allison's going to kind of mention that while women can't rule directly, women like her and Rainies, they can't rule. I think, she, I think she's talking to the wrong person on this one. But yeah, while her, while people like us can't rule, we can guide the men that do rule. Make sure that they don't just go into wild wars or act like savages and be fucking you know pillaging people yeah, and shit. Like be a little that. bit more civil. Exactly, we can kind of gift these people, you know, guide these people. And Rainey's is just like, you know, Allison, I, I didn't fucking I didn't give you the credit you probably deserved. You're uh, you're not too dumb. You're actually yeah. smarter than She's I thought you were. playing the game very well. But, you know, the thing that you're fucking up on is uh, you're still just bowing down to these fucking men. And she's just like, it should, the great line, actually, fucking, I wrote it down. She goes, you don't, you're not searching for freedom, but a window in your prison. I like that a lot. I yeah. thought that was good. I was yeah. like, that's, that's like, yes. I like that. Yep. That was very... Uh, actually, that sounds like something that should have been fucking Rings of Power. That's very Tolkien-esque, right? Yeah. That's right out of Tolkien's mouth. I liked that, though. And um, then she's going to drop the bomb. She's going to get right up close and whisper, which I love, too, just to make it a little bit more impactful. Have you never envisioned yourself on the Iron Throne? And you can very clearly tell that Allison has never thought about herself yeah. on the Iron Throne. Right. Never once. She's yeah. just like, wait. Huh? Yeah. Wait, I can do that? Me? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and as soon as fucking, it was so funny because as soon as like Rainey's drops this on her, Allison basically is just going to like turn to leave and she's like, all right, I'm going to leave you here with your thoughts. Like ring the bell when you come up with a decision. You know what I mean? To either join us or you can stay in prison kind of a thing. And my thought was just like, you're going to leave her with her thoughts? Bitch, she's going to leave you with your thoughts. Yeah. You might be leaving the room. She might right. be here, but she's leaving you with your thoughts yeah, now, man. Exactly. She's got in your fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> but she fucking, you know, relocks her in and Rainy is still being fucking held captive in the capital. Fucking fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. But I liked that. Uh, I liked that scene a lot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was, powerful scene. Yeah. I I think Rainey's is someone that we're going to start to see a lot more. I hope so because yeah. I think she's a good character. Yeah. It took a little bit to get going, but obviously this is, you know, her... This uh, that whole episode was her kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, she had a good episode. Uh, you know, a little bit of like a like a younger um, Queen of Thorns. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Got I like that, that. Yep. wit. She's smart. She's seen it. She knows the game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But she's still able to ride the dragon and shit. Like oh, shit. Spoiler. We're gonna get there. <laughs> but yeah. fucking, you know what I'm saying. Yep. We're gonna fucking ride the fucking dragon and shit like that. Still, still got a little edge to us. Still yeah. a little more fight. Not quite. A, she knows what side to be on, and then I feel like if it comes down to it, she knows if to not pick a side if there's not a good side at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because yeah. she's she's been around the game for so long. I'm hoping to see more of her. Like I said, though, hope this to see whole more. entire season, you know, timeline, whatever you want to call. It, I mean, she's just been like you said, not. I don't, she has been important, but not this important. Yeah, no. Just gathering information. You know what I mean? Yes, like, definitely. Constantly definitely. soaking in whatever she's in, like whatever scene. Yep. I think she's going to be a badass. She seems like she's like a fucking straight shooter. You know what I mean? No no games, no nothing. She'll yeah. just be, she'll tell you straight, and even if you don't like it, you know what I mean? Kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm kind of scared to see where she goes based on the end of the, the episode, but yeah. yeah, she should be around. We'll see. From there, we're going to see that Otto and his two schmucks, the two twin brothers there, they're going to go meet with the White Worm. 
And like you said, hood up for auto now. First time. Yeah, auto's <laughs> got the hood on hood, now. Hood, hood up. We see that they're not uh, they're not quite alone though. Eamon and Cole have apparently found them as well, so they're kind of overwatching this little meeting. And Otto's going to kind of sit down with the white worm. And right away, Otto's going to basically ask her straight up. Just kind of like, are you the real deal, basically? Like, are you are you legit or are you just another right. one of these fucking this is a show. phonies, yeah. right? Yeah. And dude, this bitch, what an answer. Just looks him straight in the eye and just goes, I'm sorry to hear about the death of the king. And Otto's just like, goes into his pocket, grabs a bag of coin, <laughs> and is just like, all right, word. Pay her whatever she wants. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. Like, all right, word, you, you legit. Yep. He's been fucking arresting heads of families and hanging people to make sure this fucking news doesn't get out you know yeah. what i mean and however this bitch she found a way to get this info you know what i mean uh so uh, you know auto pays up and um right away you know where's where's the prince aim uh prince Aegon? and she's gonna say uh we'll, we'll get there but uh first i want to kind of make my 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 claims you know what i'm saying and she wants to end these fighting pits that we saw basically she's like the kids in flea bottom they're being treated like savages and shit like that so she, i was like oh wow like Reasonable request. Right? I'm like, oh, wow. You don't want a fucking seat or some goal? Yeah. Like, wow. All right. Like, you might that you might be trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're looking out for the commoners and shit. Yep. So I was like, that's, that's interesting. Sure enough, she's like, I, you know, I want all that shit ended and stuff like that. I was like, all right. I'll look into it. Sure enough, I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll look into it. it. seems like a good thing. And uh, he's like, all right. So where's the prince at? And then before she tells him, she's going to say, hey, remember, I know where this kid is. If I wanted to, I could have killed him. Remember that when yeah. the time comes. This is the dude that you needed. If I wanted to, I could have killed this kid. I could have sent him the fucking penthos. I could have done whatever the whatever fuck I, I wanted with him. Yeah. And Otto's like, all right, no worries. I'll remember. And uh, we don't see her tell him, but, you know, obviously we, we know that she's idea. going to. You know what I'm saying? And we see that the twin brothers, they show up at not the Sept of Baylor yet because that hasn't been built yet, but the whatever Sept they have at this time. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to find Prince Aegon hiding underneath, like, a fucking center table of prayer, basically. I was like, wow, that is a fucking hiding spot if I've ever seen it. Yeah. How long have you been down there? No shit. And how long can you stay there? It must be a very tight, dark, cramped. You must be hammered. (laughs) You know how hungover and drunk you must be to, like, sleep in something like that? That was just a temporary plan. For real. Um... But again, we're going to kind of see the brothers again in this scene as they're kind of getting to Prince Aegon as right as they get to him. We're going to see that they're kind of bickering about what to do with him when they find him again. You know what I'm saying? So these guys are clearly on very different sides of yeah, what definitely. they think that we, they should be you know, serving, basically. Um, while one of them, the one that's clearly for Otto, starts pulling him out of the fucking thing and shit. He starts dragging him out of there. The fucking... Prince is just not having any of it. He's like, why the fuck the white worm gave me up? She's like, we asked for a price. She's like, why the fuck you pay it? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, They drag him outside, and that's when Cole and Amon fucking kind of make their move, you know what I mean? Cole kind of swoops in. He starts dueling with the brother that's trying to escort fucking Aegon out of there. They start dueling, and the other brother just fucking... Watching, watching yeah. like a fucking watching Bill Belichick from the sidelines, dude. Nothing to do with it. Want yeah. nothing to do with it? Just let this brother out. Like, who knows? Cole's a savage. He might have fucking killed him. Yeah, he literally beat the guy to death at a wedding. Could have easily. Yeah. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Aegon's gonna take it upon his time. He's like, oh shit! Opening, sees green, starts booking it. Doesn't get very far. Aemon tracks him down real quick. Fucking tackles him. Fucking Aegon's like, hey, is it true? Is our fucking dad really dead? And he's like, oh, yeah. And guess what? They're making you king. And what is their response? Spits in his face. 
Also, this kid's the, great. Get the fuck out. As of much here. as he's a complete cunt, I kind of like him in some yeah. ways. I know he's an asshole, but there's some things about him that I can't help myself. I just find myself cracking up sometimes at him. Yep. But um, I thought that was fucking good. Cole's gonna make quick work of the whatever Eric or Eric brother he was dueling with. <laughs> We're gonna see that the other one just weaves, just just heads on out of there, just takes off. Um, and Aegon's basically gonna kind of beg. He's gonna beg his brother, like, "Hey, like, I I don't want to rule. Like, don't make me be king. Don't take me to mom. Like, please. Like, me and he even says me and you. He's like, what the two of us? Let's get on a fucking yeah. ship and let's get the fuck out of here. We can leave together. I don't yeah. want to do this. You know what I mean? And Amon's just like, dude, the queen awaits, bro. Like, let's go. Like, not, not having it. I was just like, damn, bro. <laughs> and then he says, uh, I think Aegon says something like, like I'm not fit to be king. And Amon's basically like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he literally says, I'm not, yeah, I'm you not don't fit to, to rule. You don't have to convince me or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Amon uh, clearly made his made his thoughts known to Cole on this episode. We didn't actually mention that, but he definitely uh, was a little annoyed just the fact that he's like, he kind of was aware. He's like, you know. I don't totally buy this whole story either, it seems like. Yeah. He's like, I get where we're, we're, we're usurping the throne. Yeah. If we're going to do all of this, why the fuck shouldn't we do it for me, right. who's actually like kingly? Fit I'm, to rule. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm not out here horn and fucking drinking and having bastards and fucking hiding and doing whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? True. It's not a, it's, yeah, he's not wrong at all. He's definitely not. I, I get his annoyance. Um, we're going to see Otto and Alicent have come together for another meeting. And Otto's just like, you know, well played, daughter, basically. And Allison's like, bro, this isn't a fucking game. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my life. And she realizes now what Otto's been doing from the beginning of this show, which has been manipulating her and for using own, her as a chess piece. Yeah, for his own benefit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he's like, well, if that's what I did, if I used you as a chess piece and I manipulated you, then I manipulated you to being queen of the seven fucking kingdoms. Like, oh, no, what a bad Sorry. guy that I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now I've set your king, your sons up to be future kings of the eye. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but it seems like they're at odds for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, Allison is going to bring up the idea of Raynara again. And clearly she wasn't, you know, happy about the whole idea of imprisoning them. But she's like, dude, this is not what the fuck, like, like the king would have wanted. Like, this isn't it. And she's like, we're going to offer them terms, good terms, respectable terms, but they don't have to feel like they were fucking wamboozled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She goes, that's what the king, you know, would have wanted. And I was like, is that what the king would have wanted or is that what you would have wanted? Because y'all are fucking childhood friends. What the fuck is going on right now? Okay. A little, what the hell is going Spooky on? Spooky season, baby. Yeah, no shit. Exorcism's going on over here. What the hell? Uh, and then Allison's going to kind of start just laying down all of her fucking, all of her orders. Not only are we going to fucking offer good terms to Raynara, Cole's going to be commander of the king's god. We're going to sworn Prince Aegon in tomorrow. All right. We're going to, uh, we're going to sworn in Prince Aegon tomorrow in front of everybody. He's going to fucking get Blackfire, the Valyrian steel sword. He's going to take Aegon the Conqueror, the name. I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is awful. Yeah. He's taking his name, his sword. Get out of here. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This, kid is, this kid openly doesn't want to rule. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. She lays out all these fucking requests, shows her balls, grabs him in front of her dad, finally takes a stand for the first time, and this fucking weirdo just goes, you know, you look just like your mom in some lights. I'm like, you're a fucking yeah. creep. Read the room, dude. Yeah, you, for real. <laughs> read the room is right, dude. You're a fucking weirdo. And Allison doesn't even respond. She just literally just like, just I'm out of here. Yeah. Just storms right out of here. I'm out of here. Bye. And I think he whispers something like, you know, as you wish. I think that's what he says, as you wish. Typical twat comment. Yeah. But Allison, man, fucking finally fucking, you know, pulling tight against her father for the first time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? About time. 
about fucking time. She's really becoming a full took blown a long, queen. Took her a long time. It did. It but, did. She finally. It takes. It's, apparently, it seems a lot of a lot of people take a long time to realize I was a scumbag. Quick, yeah. Took fucking the king. Fucking who knows how many years? Twenty yeah. fucking years to realize it. You know what I mean? Um. So from there we go to Allison. She's gonna be. You know, she leaves her her meeting with Otto, and we get to. We get to a scene. She, she scene gets for, scene for some. She gets <laughs> she gets to her bed chambers, and sure enough, who's waiting for her? But fucking Laris Clubfoot, and he's like, "Hey, I got some info to tell you." And she's just like, "Bro, I am tired." And he's like, "Hey, it's it's good stuff. It's about Aegon and Otto and the White Worm." And she's like, "All right, fine. Like, let's hear it." Turns out. He tells her everything that Otto learned, that there's spies inside, including, he even names one, Talia. They got spies on the inside, and Otto knows about them, and he left them in place. So someone's, and so basically, someone's watching you, Queen, you know what I'm saying? And as he starts unleashing this information, my dumb brain is just like, oh, this is so different for Game of Thrones. Like, this Queen Allison's dealing with so many things and she's so tired. All she wants to do is put her PJs on and get ready for bed. So she starts taking her shoes off and her socks or sock or stockings. And I'm just like, oh, this is interesting. This is when Quentin Tarantino starts directing. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and like uh, Otto mentioned that they have been doing a lot of these chats. So I'm like, you know, they're probably just getting more comfortable with one another. She's just getting ready day. for bed kind of a thing. And then... Um, Laris is going to be like, you know, so, like, you know, Talia is one of these, one of these spies. Like, we got, the best way to handle this, take it out at the head. We take out the queen bee, all of the other bees, they ain't got nothing else to follow. So, Allison's like, is this something that you can take care of? You know what I mean? And he's just like, oh, if you, if you wish, my queen. She doesn't say anything else. She just turns, pops her feet up on the bench that she is sitting on. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And then we see the club foot reach into his fucking pants, grab his cock, start stroking it, and he's jacking off to Allison's feet. Foot fetish. What the fuck? Yeah. The club foot. Yeah. Two spot. Two spot on. Two spot on the nose. Right. Yeah. The guy with the club foot has got a foot fetish. Just needs two correct feet. Yeah. My God. Just <laughs> two. No- all it takes. Just, just needs two, two correct feet. feet. That's all it takes yeah. for this guy. But, I mean, did you see the look on Allison's face when she did it? This was not the first time. I don't mm. think this was the 20th time. Yeah. I, this seems like this is a regular affair for these two. Yeah. She was so just like, oh, go ahead, you fucking Kind of like freak. how she was uh, with uh, Viserys whenever she was, like, you know, younger, <laughs> like, just, like, looking up at the ceiling while fucking while having sex. Just completely uninteresting. The same fucking look. You're absolutely right. Spot on. Same exact thing. But just... Gross. Yeah. I know we see a lot of gross things in this show, but that one fucking yeah. Not my style. No. I I'm no. I hate feet. They're yeah. gross. Get them away from me. I don't like I don't even like my girlfriend's feet. I fucking want to look at other people's feet. Um from there we're gonna see that the brother that left his I, I don't know the two the difference between these two. Fucking Lord <laughs> Eric, Eric, I don't fucking know. But the one that ditched his brother when he was getting fought by Cole. We see that he, when he left, when he fucking hightailed it out of there, he's going to make his way over to Princess Rainey's chambers. He's going to sneak this girl out. He's like, I can't stand for this. This is treachery. I'm going to get you the fuck out of here. They're going to start making their way out. They get through the Red Keep. They see Lord Cresswell literally hanging like on display in the Red yeah. Keep, which is pretty fucked up. The whole town to see. Yeah, no shit. Um... But they're, you know, like they're going to start making their way out. He mentions the fact that we can't go take your dragon because there's a bunch of soldiers over there at this time. So we got to take the, the river, the Blackwater, to get out of here. So we're like, all right. Start making our way through the city. 
We see she's got, her, she's got her hood on. That's true. Good point. Yeah, good call. I forget about that. Great knees. Hood up. Hood up. Hoods up. Hoods up. Yep. Hoods up. She. Uh, so they start making their way, like you know, through the actual like fucking city, and we're gonna see as they're making their way through, there is a building fucking ablaze, and who is walking from it? But that soldier of the Clubfoots that already lit up his dad and brother at Harrenhal. Same guy, hooded. <laughs> yeah. So you know he's up to the good. <laughs> hooded. Uh, but it looks like, I mean, we have to imagine based on the conversations that we've just seen that that has to be one of the white uh, the white worms brothels. Yeah, the fact that he already took care of it or like started to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude wasted no time. So I think, like I said, well, like I said, I do know that this bridge is going to be a problem going forward, but I think that they did enough by not showing her actually die and they just showed her place ablaze that she's not actually dead. Yeah. They just want... She like, seems smarter than that. Yeah, they just she want you to think like, oh, he lit this place on fire again. They're dead now too, nah, but... She's still out there. Yeah. The white, the white worm's coming. Don't you fucking worry about it. We're going to flash to Aegon and Allison. They are taking a little ride. Basically, they're heading to the coronation. And Allison's like, dude, the least you could do is fucking look grateful because we've done a lot to make all this happen. You know what I mean? And he just laughs. He's like, dude, I don't want to rule at all. My fucking dad didn't want me to rule. He didn't like me. And Allison's like, yeah, that's why with his dying breaths, he fucking made you fucking air. You know what I mean? And he's just like not buying it. He's just like, yeah, all right, whatever, dude. Dad like literally didn't like me at all. And then this scene, I didn't love this scene either. This whole rest of this episode I didn't like because I didn't love this scene either mm. the scene was kind of dumb to me so like we see Aegon clearly like not buying it and then all of a sudden Allison literally just opens up a box with a cat's paw dagger the famous dagger that's going to kill the Night King that has the fucking story of Prince Aegon on it the Conqueror and as soon as he sees that he's just like really Ma don't play with me like really oh, like I can it? be fucking really? king yeah like really I'm just like Dude, this is a bigger turnaround than fucking when Bran said he didn't want to rule. You know what I'm saying? This is ridiculous. And then right away, Allison's just going to be like, not even going to answer his question. Just like, listen, Otto's going to try to dig his claws into you. He's going to tell you that we need to fucking either imprison or kill your fucking sister, Rainey's. Oh, Rainey's. Right now, which is literally, I kind of forget that sometimes, that they're half brother and sister. They're literally yeah. siblings. Right. He's like, you know, we got to take a high road. Can't do that. do that. Fuck that shit. We got to offer him good terms kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't even acknowledge that. We're just not acknowledging anything he says, any, anything anybody says. He's just going to be like, Ma, do you love me? And then she's just going to go, you're an imbecile. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, that part I did kind of yeah. like. <laughs> that part cracked me up a little bit. Yep. I was just like, Jesus Christ, this kid, man. What a fuck. He's just so lost. Yeah. He's so lost, man. I don't get it. I, like, you're, you're, we had the we saw the conversation. Otto told you to get this kid ready to rule. Clearly, he failed. Not you or anybody else got this kid ready. Yeah. Like, it seems like no one even tried. No, you failed. No shit. Bastards everywhere watching kids fighting and shit. This kid's a fucking loser. Um, from there, we're gonna see back Rainies. They're still trying to get out of town. People are just making their way through in absolute waves, though. They're like having a hard time getting to the Blackwater Bay to leave. They're gonna taking ship like kind of taking roads that they don't want to be taking and stuff they're kind of getting pushed in with the crowd and the next thing you know we see that they actually like full-blown basically get separated from one another by the crowd rainies ends up like people ahead of lord eric and all these people are making their way into the fucking dragon pit of all places for the new king's coronation oh fuck <laughs> which is where we're going to go to our last scene of the episode we're going to go to prince aegon's coronation Otto's addressing the crowd. Not only is King Viserys dead, but also we have a new heir. We guys, you guys know Princess Rhaenyra. She's the heir. Not anymore. Prince Aegon. He's your new heir. 
And everyone's kind of like, all right, sure, cool, whatever. Yeah, we don't give yeah. a fuck. Like, woo, whatever. We're still going to be fucking yeah. piss poor and living in the streets. You know what I mean? It doesn't really fucking matter to us. Um, it's like America. Like, yeah, we're fucked anyway, regardless yeah. of this president. So <laughs> who cares? Very much so. Very much. Very similar. Uh, and then we're going to kind of see the, the beginning of this coronation. The, the guys on the sides are going to start marching in. They start holding up their swords. Prince Aegon's going to start marching in under them. I saw a couple things online that made me crack up. Uh, references to the, the Welcome to the Black Parade fucking music video. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's so spot on. Yeah. I was like, that is exactly what this emo bitch yeah, looks like. It really is, yeah. I was like, that's so good. I was cracking up. Uh, but as he starts kind of getting sworn in and making his way up, Rainey's, she's going to duck out. She starts heading down a flight of stairs. What could she be after? I wonder. But um, we see, you know, like I said, Aegon, he's getting sworn in. He's walking through all these swords. He gets up. They give him the whole thing. You're the new ruler, yada, yada, yada. They place the, even Aegon the Conqueror's crown, that gangster black fucking crown. Mm-hmm. They put that thing on him. They give him the fucking sword. New fucking king, Andal, the Roina, the fucking first men, the whole nine. And crowd starts applauding little by little. Not, not it, crazy. It, took like, it was one of those, it took like one or two people to start yep. applauding. But, and then the, yep. you know, now the crowd, all right, all right, fine. Yep. Started getting crazy. And then Aegon starts to get that kind of look like, they love me. Yeah. They really love me. Right. I've never been adored in my life. He's so fucking clueless. And just like, yeah, instantly turns around like, maybe this ruling thing won't be so bad. Like a total jackass. Like the one thing he's read in a book, he pulls out his sword. He's like, I'll lift my sword into the air. They'll love it. Sure enough, they all start going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect. He's just like, Yes, mom, look at look at me, Ma. They love me. They love me. And they even show like his family. They show like Allison, Otto, his wife and sister. And they all just kind of just like Great. Yeah, they're yeah. all thinking the same thing. Like, dude. Good you. job. Which like, isn't this what you guys all wanted? Right. Why do yeah. we not want Rainara to be queen if we want this kid to be king just for no reason? Nobody yeah. likes him. What are we doing here? They're like, yeah, we got a long way to go still. For real. It's fucking crazy. And then, right as we're getting to, you know, we're wrapping up this kind of coronation here, like the crowd's chanting, all of a sudden, fucking boom, we get our episode nine, penultimate episode moment. Rainies went down below the dragon pit. She grabbed her dragon. She grabbed her battle armor. She came blowing through the goddamn floor, killed who knows how many fucking civilians in the meantime, yeah. but who cares about them peasants? She fucking lands in the goddamn... The dragon pit, the coronation room, she goes right up to the fucking head of them, the whole, whatever you want to call it, the fucking little thing that they're standing on, you know what I mean? And she's fucking just going to have this dragon just fucking let out a mean roar, which was kind of cool and kind of lame, but kind of cool. Right in front of all them, Allison's going to fucking stand in front of her son like, that's going to do anything yeah. if they decide to light you the fuck up, right. they're all dead, but... Rainey's just looking pretty cool in her battle armor. She isn't even going to say anything. Just kind of fucking shows, hey, I could kill all of you right now if I just say one word. If I just whisper Dracarys, you guys are all fucking marshmallows, dude. She doesn't do it, though. She fucking blows out the front door because, God forbid, the dragon just rips through a wall or a ceiling like it just did with the floor. And we get some terrible CGI of it flying out the door, which was really dumb. And I I just... Two thumbs. Yeah. I can't say how much I hated this last scene. I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. If for any of you guys that don't know, this wasn't this wasn't a book scene. This wasn't written by George. This was something that they just added God, into that makes the show. It even worse. That's you it. came up with this shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like 
Oh, that's what part of the no. reason why it made no sense. It was just so dumb because I think it's it was su- at least part of the storyline. No, no, dude, literally, like, what, legitimately, what happened? It was, it was just a tale of they had to do it for the audience. It was for all of us yeah. idiots who were like, oh, penultimate episode, like it's episode nine, we got to have something huge. And the writers had their episode, and they were just like, we don't have a, this yeah, big moment. To, like, we oh, have to write right. something in. You know what I'm saying? What can we do? And they do this beast, uh, the beast beneath the floorboards thing. But the thing is, is like anybody with a brain knows, like the dragon's not gonna light up all of these yeah, people. Right. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. The you whole show is based around this family, this family going to war yeah. with this family. Right. So their whole family's dead. There's no more show. Yeah. It well, was like I said, stupid. My, my thing is, she says like she basically the way I take it when she flies away is that she's saying like this isn't my my battle to fight in kind of deal i saw that so like her thing is just gonna be she's just gonna run off tell rainera and is either gonna fight on that side or is just gonna like fly away into fucking into non-existence you know what i mean like yeah that's, no, that's, i hear the you payoff just gonna be i'm just gonna tell rainera and then fly off no, like i totally regardless of what the payoff is is dumb because she said this this isn't her battle so she's either gonna Fight on the other side of the battle. Yep. Or just going to fly no, yeah. away into eternity, and that's going to be it. Yeah. No, it makes it makes literally didn't, didn't no sense. Get, I don't want to say didn't get it, got it, but didn't like it. No, it was fucking, all. it was wicked dumb. And like I said, because like I said, you weren't the first person that said that, or I've read it, I've heard it, like, I've heard that side of it. Like, oh, she didn't think it was her side. But I was like, uh, we like watch it. Like, this is Game of Thrones. Everything is about the, the line of succession. That's yeah. what this whole fucking thing is about. Yeah. Her two granddaughters, her basically only family left because she had a son who's gone, yep. a daughter who's dead, a husband who might be gone, her other two grandkids, questionable if they're even right. hers or not, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Her only family left is in line to inherit the Iron Throne and the Driftmark Throne, which is where she currently resides, yep. if she's Team Raynara. She has a side in this fucking right. battle, let yeah. me tell you, you know what exactly. I mean? This isn't all like, oh, I'm, I'm just an old lady. I'm just going to go back to my fucking castle so and watch this war out. Now she's going to go on the other side, fight, and lead to more casualty. Like, that. that's dumb. It was fucking dumb. It was dumb. I hated it. I I, like I, said, I, I know I would have been on the, the minority. I, a lot of people would have been against me. But if they had just ended the episode with his coronation and him doing his Azov thing, I would have honestly liked that better. I really, I yeah. really, really would have. No, I agree. I really would have. I would like I said I wouldn't have been one of my favorite episodes. I would have, but I would have came away and I said, "Oh, that even was, if you, was a fine episode." E- even if you did that, and then like they, they did something where they like you heard a dragon kind of, and like everybody like went out of the scepter and saw Renice like flying away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If she just cool. flew away with the dragon, yep. then that that would make that would be. You just know better. she's gonna go send the message, right. messenger escape. Exactly. Kind of yeah, thing, she got I mean? away. Yep. She, she's gonna go to Dragonstone. She's gonna fight. I like that, that actually. I think that's perfect. I think that, that works made, better. Would have made a lot more yep. sense. I think that works perfect. Yeah. Like right after they say, like right after they kind of fade out of the coronation, you just see like her fucking whatever like, you want to do, kind of a thing. Yeah. I think that would have been perfect. Yep. I think that would have made way more sense. And the thing is, is like I hate that. Like don't fucking pander to us. Don't just pander to us because you think it's what people want. That's yeah. how you make shitty what do you, shit. What do you think? We're I was I, I wasn't at the, at the edge of my seat thinking, oh man, she's gonna light up the entire yeah, family. No, man, don't <laughs> fucking panda. I'm telling you, that's how you make shitty fucking products. I thought maybe one per. You know what I mean? If they got, I don't know, like like I said, like coal for example, the dragon just would have picked up fucking coal and 
ate them. <laughs> you know I mean, I thought maybe one person was gonna go, but you know, they yeah. were. He wasn't gonna light up the whole entire nah, family. It was. It was just dumb. Right away, I hate it. It left Cheesy. a bad taste in Cheesy. my mouth for the episode because, like I said, I actually most of the episode I actually enjoyed, even though it was a slower episode. Like I said, I thought there was a lot of fucking moving of parts and stuff. Yeah, you saw some things from people that you hadn't seen before, especially saying like Amon has kind of an eye for the throne, sort of shit like that. I was like, all right, the Lord Commander, the King's God, it seems like he might be joining Team Raynara. We have fucking these twin brothers. Maybe one of them is joining Team Raynara. There's all this oh, fucking so, shit. Yeah. I, I think like, you see two right. in the, the, premier, the, the trailer for the next one. He goes, like, he, they show him Which one? in uh, Dragonstone. The twin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. He goes yeah, yeah, to Dragonstone yeah, yeah. and says that he's basically fighting on her side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think it would have been easier if, like you said, we just, we have everybody basically pick a side. And then we just go to like I didn't need that last yeah, scene. I just yeah, at all. I, yeah, I didn't need it. If that was her, if that was Renice's like big like payoff scene, then that's a fucking lame. Oh payoff yeah, scene. it was wicked lame, wicked wicked lame. So we'll have to see where it goes, but uh, it's just uh, logistically, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, no, I agree. Overall, episode kind of slower, especially for an episode number nine. Like I said, I still didn't, I didn't hate it. I haven't hated any of these episodes. I didn't love it though, you know what I mean? Somewhere kind of towards the bottom, I'm definitely. Close to hate. The more we like, we talk about it again doing this podcast, and I'm like getting more mad thinking about it. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely. I'm not full hate, but I'm, yeah, I, I can tell you, I'm I hated that last there. scene. Hated. Yeah, that's dumb. Hated it. Los. Let down of a finale, but the season no, finale is next week. That was the finale. finale. Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Oh, never mind. all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown, but I still enjoying the season as a whole, and I'm looking forward to uh, finale. It's funny too because every time I'm out, like there hasn't been many bad episodes, but whenever I'm like, oh, that was a shit episode. I see the trailer for the next one, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go! Yeah. Every single week, they let's do go! That. They we show you just enough of the good parts. War dragons flying around, absolute battle the whole entire episode. So. Yeah, I'm right back in. I'll right. still be there, but doesn't mean I don't think this episode's done. Which, just because we're tied to Game of Thrones does not mean we have to do exactly what Game of Thrones did. Which means if you guys don't want to use Episode 9 as your big thing, That's and you fine. guys want to use Episode yeah. 10 as your big thing, then do that. Yeah. Just do it. Don't fucking panic. Just make you know Episode 9 good. Right. Yeah. We disagree on that part. Of it. I kind of enjoyed it aside from that last scene, but that's not a hint or there. You get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. It's like fucking just do your own thing if that's what you want to do. So now it does seem like that. It does seem like next week we are going to get yeah. at least a, a taste of what we're going to get in season yeah. two. Which my, I'm, I'm my thing wasn't for. like my thing wasn't that I didn't not like the episode because it was a letdown of a penultimate episode. I thought you could put that in like episode three. Would, yeah, I and you. I would still not be. A I fan get you. Of the I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it did. Yeah, the I fact that you. it was a penultimate and was a letdown for the penultimate didn't. Yeah. I just overall thought it was just yeah. a bad episode. It's always a great episode, and this one just wasn't. No, I I definitely hear you. Like I said, a lot of the politicking and shit. That's my favorite stuff. And I thought there was a lot of good stuff as far as that goes in this. Like I said, the Allison Rainey's conversation I liked. The Allison and Otto, the second one where. It, he says, all right, good job playing, daughter. And she's like, this ain't a game. I like that. Yeah, it's nice that you're seeing Allison. Like I said, she keeps getting more and more of like the, the face turn, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, her eyes are getting a little bit more open as to both sides. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I'm not ruling her out to be, you know, to switch sides fully. But like I said, I don't know much. From, I don't know anything about from the books. So this is just going off of me watching it. Yeah, no, I hear you. But like I said, definitely a bit of a letdown. I mean, even yeah. I, you know, especially for an episode nine, a little bit of a letdown. But hopefully... This Sunday, we have the finale, and hopefully we get some big things. Hopefully, like I said, we get sure. a taste of what we're going to get in Season 2. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Finale always delivers. So. 
Yeah, like I said, if you, like, uh, Game of Thrones is always used episode nine to do that big thing. <laughs> Except the very last. And then oh, episode yeah. uh, episode ten, they fucking set up the next season. If this show wants to do something different, then do something different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Who cares? You can show a battle in this tenth episode and still set things up for the next season. No one, you know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. Exactly. Just fucking don't pander to us. Most of us, most of us viewers that watch are fucking idiots, okay? We're dumb. We have dumb opinions. So don't do what we want to do because they're dumb. Don't do it. Yeah. Do what you want to do. You're a professional writer for a reason, okay? Trust yourself. Because I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. <laughs> like, don't, don't feel, I can tell when you're trying to fucking pander to me. For like real. You said, like you were doing. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not the smartest fucking tool in the box, but <laughs> I know what's going on when you're trying to fucking do that. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up for House of the Dragon. Yeah. 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 Anything else? No. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us here then today. Another big fucking show. Another good show. Uh, great two finales from She-Hulk and Rings of Power. We're set up for a finale in House of the Dragon. We were all let down by Halloween a bit. Yeah. But um, we got uh, we got a lot more to do this month. Like I said, I, I've already big teased shift, it a couple times. Big shift to this podcast, I think, coming up. Oh, yeah. Big shift is coming. Anyway. Next week we have... House of the Dragon finale. We're going to be doing some Andor. We have an Andor show coming, but we have a Halloween show that's quickly approaching that I think is going to be a real fun time for you guys watching. I think that's that's going to be one to definitely check out on YouTube yes. for sure. For those of you that listen on Spotify, I think that Halloween show yeah, is going to be a for sure YouTube watch. Yep. But um, the show is definitely going to be different. Like Seth said, it's going to be definitely switching it up very, very soon now that all these shows are wrapping up. I enjoyed them, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm honestly looking forward to having a little bit more freedom here to, yeah. to kind of do what we want to do and talk about more things quickly and randomly rather than just being so friggin' driven to all these shows. You know what I mean? But Agreed. I've had fun doing it. You know what I mean? Yep. But, Helps uh, when they're good, too. Yeah, so definitely. Definitely. Good. Absolutely. Um, but that's going to wrap it up uh, for us. As Actually, as always, I'm sorry. As always, please, 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 please share. Subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. All of that stuff helps us. We need it. You know what I mean? We got to get more views on this show. It's the only way the show is going to get bigger, people. You got to share. I need your help. Please do it for me. Do it for me. Please. Um, but thank you to Mr. Kalos. Hey, good to have you back, bud. The human hey, soundboard. That's right. Back. It was a blast. Good to have you back, bud. We missed go, you. It was a long, long couple of weeks without you. I'm glad to have you back. It's real office you should be in right there. <laughs> and then to Mr. Rogers again, thank you for not only today, bud, but thank you so much for helping fill in these last few weeks because you've been oh, yeah. in here like crazy, hey. producing, co-hosting, doing it all. So hey, I really it's not easy. It. It's not easy being on that side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here anytime. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, we're gonna like we said, we're gonna be back you, uh, for Andor. You, you do good. Back for Andor. Let's back go. For Andor. So uh, we will see you guys soon, but for now, take it easy and happy watching. Later.